Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 13, Beyond Roswell. Ooh. <laughs> a little subtle one there. Roswell. It's better than doing Ros bad. And Ross was never good. I don't know. I never On watched Friends. Friends yeah, I was going to be. I was literally <laughs> thinking of a Friends reference. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young, but that was the guy that played Joe. It was Matt LeBlanc that played uh, Joey. And, yeah. Uh, the only really popular Joey on. Um, TV. In, uh, yeah, um, all most of TV. Media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now jokes. I'm a vegetarian. I don't consume media. Okay. Yeah, Joey Joey Erotic will be your name yeah. to battle Joe Exotic. Yep. Sorry, there's a little kitty out there, a stray cat. Oh, there it's not are. the stray, it's the long legged. Oh, it's, it's got a collar. <laughs> yeah. It's got a home. Yeah. It can fuck off. It's hunting mosquitoes and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Eating all them moles out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Monday. It's a standard Ricardo. Um, it's nice because once <laughs> again, we can. We can <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the radio on the phone. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Play it on my pocket TV. <laughs> the radio, sir? <laughs> the little TV yeah. for little Ricky? <laughs> uh, Baba Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, I told you, you have to put that his accent on. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, I want to go in the car with you. <laughs> I want to go to the come with you? In the car with you. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite episode. Exactly. Lucy tries to get in the car with Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. beats the shit out of yeah. her. <laughs> he knows he's going to the club to get his own piece of ass. Right. Which is not her, apparently. I guarantee. I mean, he, he was, this might be. This part might be no. I mean, he was a notorious abuser of her. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forget they actually were married. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if he was a philanderer as well, but I would not put it past a spicy Latin man, a proud Latin man like With that. With sweet suits like that. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Bo Bandy's also here and mm. says, how's it going? So Cheers. I feel like- uh, He does op- not get the how's it going well, segment I was going to say, we can almost trifecta up. No. Um <laughs> Today's how's it going? Same it goes to our newest patron, Brian, oh, with a Y. There we go. Sorry, um, but uh, I, I didn't tell you that, that beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brian with a Y is our newest patron. Uh, he came in at the fifteen dollar level, so the rest of you, Chimos, you better keep up with old Brian. I can't even remember we had a, a fifteen. We don't. He just he chose oh, that, and oh, okay. I guess it like names your whatever range you're in. Yeah. That's what your tier is. Okay. So we have Galactic Daddy at twenty five, and then right. ten. Is deeper and deeper, right? And he's considered deeper and deeper because he's not twenty five, okay, but, but he's above, above 10, and beyond. So. Okay, yeah, it's, I didn't know it had that option to like kind of give what you right. want and <laughs> give what you think this podcast is. You worth. give <laughs> what you think the show is worth, and I'll take what <laughs> I think you can give. <laughs> uh, Sorry, we just and we actually just talked with him. Yes, technically. <laughs> oh, we talked with him. <laughs> That face that's how that works. We talked. <laughs> well, Bo Bandy's uh, talked. Which, with I us. mean, that's how the new kids are saying we spent time with Bo each Bandy, other. Bo Bandy, yes, you can give us all your money, Daddy, and oh, we'll yes. do whatever dance mm. you want. Um, tap into those little daughters' savings account and mm-hmm. give us a little extra. <laughs> well, his daughter's not going to have a fucking graduation now because it's locked down. Florida was holding out like they should have, mm-hmm. and now they caved to yep. the fucking media and yep. finally locked everyone down. Thanks, Spring Breakers, that movie that, <laughs> that Spring Break didn't exist before that movie. Yeah. 
And that inspired all those kids that were out in the news this year. Exactly. To go do that. Doing what they should have been doing, rebelling against the old orange man who doesn't know what he's doing. Young people Uh, didn't know how to party like that (laughs) on that that scale before that movie came out. Yeah, yeah. Who was that, uh, James Franco? James Franco, and I feel like it was maybe the... Was it the guy who did kids and stuff? It was some director who's done a bunch of things, which I can't remember. Rebellious director. What his other things then were. Uh, but anyways, no, I'm joking because that was obviously horrible, and apparently a right. lot of kids in the South are actually dying yeah. from it. Younger people are being affected well, more for it, some reason. It sucks because yeah, the uh, the cases with the you know younger, youngish, healthyish people, as far as we know, that I mean, it's not like they're disclosing their uh, previous conditions or you know pre-existing conditions or right. whatever. But um, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the mass of people that came back from wherever the fuck they were, Miami or just some part Mexico of the or South. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, or brought it back on a big that. scale because a lot of them, remember, too, like were probably wasted the entire time and immune system. Oh, was they shot all and, got it. But they're yeah, just saying, and, like, young people in the South are actually dying and being more yeah. affected by it. I um, wonder if that maybe because, I mean, not really is so much right now, but maybe because, like, it's more humid or something, but that can't be. Why you know what it I mean? would affect you more. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Unless it like kept your moist, your lungs moist, yeah. which is your moisture level bad. I don't know. Fucking. I don't know. Well, and again, maybe it's just how it's how I'm it's going down there. there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Dusty Tudor was a, what? What are we drinking? I showed him the little Pally Pills. Oh, yeah. So an Italian Pilsner from a local brewery. Yeah. Brewery collab with brewery um, Green comedian and Upright Citizens Brigade alumni Adam Pally. No, it's not. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Brian with a Y and I ask you, Steve, how are you doing today, tonight? I'm doing whatever. pretty good. Yeah. It's a Monday, a day, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. of quarantine, yeah. and probably this is our we're so under Your original third week or fourth week. I was gonna say so originally we we're supposed to work from home from three for three weeks, and today was supposed to be our first day back. Right. So this is now starting the fourth work from home right. week with I think four more to go. Yeah. Yeah, May 1st, at least. Um, yeah. Which everyone's now saying that's probably not even a yeah. date anymore. Uh, but yeah, doing good. Today actually wasn't too terrible. It was like a lot of stuff early. Yeah. And then midday was okay. And then like a, a random call in the afternoon and then yeah. just getting shit done. But uh, I, f- I feel like it's, I mean, I don't know. It seems like all the very well paid leadership of major companies or small companies or whatever. We're all freaking out because a lot of them are old. They don't understand this working from home thing. They they don't like that they can't see their people on the floor. You know, their yep. their people and pull you into they the office or talk to you or to fly by you or quick. Yeah. whatever. And so uh, it was happening at our work and my wife's work and a bunch of people, family, friends I know too. But uh, it seems like my wife is kind of everyone's sort of accepting it and settling into it too because right. for three weeks it was just. Well, literally, your sending, wife literally works is sending the worse because that yeah. seems like full full ding dongs over there right. from, from a technology all, standpoint. It's all middle aged fucking morons, right? And and the, the upper worst, middle age, yes. And the worst part of it is that none of her her boss, none of none of like the upper middle management, it, like has the balls to stand up to anyone else. So like mm-hmm. literally, if some if the CEO comes and asks my wife to like, hey, write this email up and send this, yeah. and it's like. Her boss has nothing to say, has no opinions, and then he'll micromanagement and change and all this. Bl- and it's just like your director or boss supposed to be there to be like, hey, let me, can you just tell yeah. me what you need and kind of like help your team and everything. Right. But a lot of people's, and I've heard this from just like, you know, random Facebook friends or whatever, just how much uh, the the leadership at most companies is just like 
crumbling on an emotional level <laughs> under this and just I don't know, but at least it seems like people are accepting it now a few weeks in and like well, just getting in the groove figure of, yes like yes. oh this is how to do calls right. this is what I should expect of the team this mm-hmm. is like oh things are getting done exactly oh shit still moving forward right. so and I was just this saying why like web uh, don't make money doing <laughs> which that's the only thing open for them because yeah. I talked to I or Matt talked to mm. to Sal yeah and, yeah yeah they're just like uh, Bal please yeah uh, <laughs> Balvador. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're just still driving to store to store. Yeah, so they're door to store to store, door to door. And they're closed. Uh, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> it's going to start going into deeper imitations say, that nobody knows like, what the fuck Yeah, is. I was like, just, and repeating everything I then say. <laughs> it's like, okay. Hey, go to that uh, barbecue place on Gothard and... Uh, doesn't exist anymore. Whatever. I would fucking yeah, be it's, eating... It's gone now. It I would be eating there probably... <laughs> Bare minimum once or twice a week, even before all this, but with I this. I a day. Well, that too. Because they did, uh, they did uh, <laughs> breakfast burritos. And Not they were super dog. Good. Uh, <laughs> um, but I was saying, like, when you're at work, normal work, uh, even if your day was full of meetings, you're at least getting up, going to different rooms, right. going back to your desk, walking around. It's like, right. here, it's like, I sit in this the same exact chair. Yeah. Um, use the same meeting, equipment. Two minutes popcorn. before meeting. Yeah. Meeting's about to start. Clean myself up with my cat yeah. drag. Beating. Put Beating. cat drag <laughs> on the couch. Right. Sperm side down. Right. Put Save. it in my face so I right. say I'm being healthy right. as a face mask. Take off pants all the way. Yeah. Ponder why I didn't take them off originally <laughs> when I was beating off. But yeah. you kind of like the... the uh, sensation of being exact, half mask yes, pulled down. Exactly. Half clothed. It's a fetish. Right. Uh, and then sit on cat drag while... Zoom meeting is only showing you from waist up, and yeah. uh, take delight in everyone no, not knowing exactly. that you you're still in your refractory period, smelling and rubbing your cheeks yeah. into your own drying semen. Exactly. This is my dirty secret. I will never tell, but it's just for daddy, so that way they don't ever know. And then I just, in my <laughs> mind, am playing the the clip from Back to the Future Part Three at uh-huh. the end, where the kid kid. So look at Back to the Future Three. <laughs> yeah. Kid has to pee. Yeah, yeah. And he just does this, where he's like yep. point. Pull, doing the come hither motion yeah, yeah. and then pointing down to his wiener. Yeah, it's either Jules or Vern, mm, one of the Doc Brown's yeah. Uh, kids. future kids. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. Right, and it's like they say he was doing that because he didn't want to break the scene, but right. was trying to alert them he had to piss yeah. really bad. So, but it got left in the movie because that was yeah. the take. <laughs> yeah. So it just looks really creepy. Cause, where... Well, because yeah, because fucking Christopher Lloyd's down there giving this yeah. performance of a exactly. lifetime. Like the future isn't written, Marty. You can do anything. It's you up want. to you. <laughs> yeah. Your contracts are yours to do with what you please. Yeah. And this kid's just telling everyone to look at his dick. Yeah. Come on, real mature. Uh, oh, because he knows the only contract is your pants. Exactly. Yeah. The truest of rags. Uh, Bobaney says he could never work a corporate job ever again, yeah. which asks the question we don't know what you do, Bobaney. I can't remember, at least personally. He just said uh, something that kind of clued me in. I wanted to say like drafting or engineering yeah. stuff, or I don't know. But... Spring Break movie '84 really showed everyone Fort Lauderdale. I thought it was. I thought it was Revenge of the Nerds Part Two. Oh yeah, that showed Fort Nerds Lauderdale. Nerds in Paradise. Nerds in Paradise. Yeah. Uh, they like song on... done by Devo. That's the um... Do the people what you want. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one where Ogre ends up befriending them and joining. Them, yes, correct? and then at the end he yeah. drinks the weird punch, and right. then he gains the nerd <laughs> laugh after that, <laughs> like it was a serum. Or a tincture. <laughs> um, oh. Tincture, yeah, love those one phonetic sound away from something really bad. <laughs> exactly. And the Wiseman says, Harmony Corrine directed Spring Breakers. That still doesn't do... I still oh, need to look up whoever that yeah, is. Yeah. If that is the kid's person or not. It's Yeah, I think it is. It is. The, and the so. gummo. 
and gummo. Yeah, yeah. You seen the gummo? Yeah. yeah. I haven't. Again, I think <laughs> we already that talked about TNT this every now and then. Big, really censored, but yeah. you know, you miss about <laughs> half the movie. Right, right. They don't make the Chinese food reference <laughs> anymore, <laughs> and uh, the kid just. Yeah. It's like five minutes of just the kid riding around with the <laughs> rabbit ears on, and that's the movie because they have to cut everything else out. Yeah. It's just that and uh, then the cat killing scenes, <laughs> and that's all they could leave in. Uh-oh. So Bobandia owns a po- pest control company soon to partner up in an insurance agency. Oh. Oh, yeah. Assurance could be big money at these times, I guess, right? Yeah. Big Disaster release. Big roach money coming in Especially with soon. all that flood oh. coming with the global warming oh, and such. Oh, yeah. All those little puddles where all the baby mosquitoes get born. <laughs> all my catch rag puddles. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are not now born. Yeah. A new race of super mosquitoes yeah. <laughs> from a localized area in central Orange County yeah. on these cross streets. They have Next weird... to this shopping center. <laughs> <laughs> with this car parked out in the front right. with this license plate. <laughs> and it's just uh, <laughs> my little head, like kind of a beard and a mosquito hand. Like your gone. dick? Yeah. Uh, no, no, just me. <laughs> my little head's out there. Because I'm now birthing the mosquitoes, right, right as they consume my load. Uh. My DNA <laughs> strand. Yeah. You know, I just uh, thought, why let them, you know, take uh, take residence in the catch rag? I'll just jam some eggs down my urethra yeah. and let them just grow from the source right yeah. there. Well, I just like letting them, you know, my puddles build up. Yeah. That's what I just call them, outside puddles. <laughs> And that's just where I have my farm. I do some farming. Yeah. So you're uh, masturbating outside, sir. Yes. Well, I'm releasing outside. I don't know if I'm doing the stroking so much. I, uh, I build up. Arguably then... the worst part for exactly. children to see. <laughs> yeah, you know. They don't, you don't want to have a, a child know that a man can feel pleasure like that without the hand of the woman that leads to homosexuality. Exactly. They think I just have liquid Actually Q-tips I'm throwing around. Uh, or shoestrings. Old shoestrings is what I tell them. <laughs> I'm just getting rid of. Uh, and it's sad because uh, that one kid heard that it was shoestring French fries, started eating it, licking exactly. it off the ground. Well, that was, and he said, "Oh, these are underdone." Right, and I was like, "Well, it's it's kind of like that that jet puff, uh, but liquefied." Mm-hmm. Uh, Fluffernutter. Yeah, <laughs> his mom was upset. Yeah, but um, he's got a mosquito arm now. Right. <laughs> It's some of the can't even fly with it. It's just no. a shitty spiky thing. Exactly, can't do nothing. It's kind of like a TMNT ooze. The, yes. the Ninja Turtle, right? Right. So it's you know just birthing all kinds of weird right. shit out there. But radioactive. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Radio blow active. Exactly. <laughs> Toka and Jizar. Yeah. <laughs> Bloka. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has to be just <laughs> Bloka and Yazar. <laughs> I'm uh, just guzzling down. Yeah. The ooze <laughs> just creates drag queens out of everyone. Yeah, it, <laughs> otherwise yeah. normal. Right. Well, I mean, it at least attracts them. Yeah. So. And then it really, it just beca- because it's it's safe. There's no real side effects other than right. psychologically. Exactly. I mean, just I don't becomes, have any diseases. So. Right. I mean, it becomes yeah. this boon to the the clothing, the textile and makeup industry, cosmetics industry, because it can just out of nothing create clothing, different yeah. clothing, right? Fabulous clothing. Yeah. And cosmetics, right? Exactly. Extremely thick, waterproof cosmetics. Lots of blush. Yeah. Waterproof, Rose. right? Yeah. We all know what kind of liquid it's protecting. Yeah, and it helps you know people with lack of hair because now it develops wigs. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, Rogaine out of business. Right. <laughs> Rogaine, Rogaine. Get right. the fuck out of here, okay? <laughs> uh, Working on them Rogaines. Yeah. <laughs> put it in his Coming in his hair. Another secret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How yeah. are you doing, Joe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, been this is week five. Yes, yes, yeah. Because I think I had eight or Ish. nine days on you guys. Yeah, you um, had at least a week. Because my job, I felt like yeah, the week I called you were in supposed sick. to come back. Maybe was the week we were gone, or were we? It was both the week before that. Yeah, okay. um, I would have been there another few days. Um, oh, okay. But uh, 
But yeah, I called in sick because um, I think I, I don't know if I've said this on the air, not that I've confirmed it. I think that either in January or February, I might have already had the virus right. and spread it before we knew it was a huge thing. Um, because my and wife spread it. Yeah, <laughs> well, my wife and I spread it. My wife and I both had like uh, the exact symptoms yeah. uh, in January. So, um, but I've been but around still, you. A lot of people at work, right. like again, the other person at work that sits, sits next to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think he also had it like right when we went on quarantine because yeah. he was fever, coughing. Yep. <clears throat> what a what a. But I have not had it, and my dumb roommate Matt here hasn't had it. So yeah. I think we're all good. I think we're superhumans. Yeah. I mean, maybe we were carriers, not showers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you now you uh, should go spreaders. do you should go do the toilet licking challenge that exactly. people were doing, getting yeah. arrested for F them in the face. Yeah. Huh? Um, but uh, did you hear the Prime Minister of Britannia, the the British, the English Trump, old Boris, is uh, in oh, yeah. the ICU for coronavirus? Did he come out yet? I I know he was admitted. I I, I just saw that last night things, or yeah. this morning or something, but. Uh, and then Wilcox has been on a huge trip. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to catch up on those. He's been posting like three-hour-long things where he's just standing in front of and, like a two-camera shot. They don't need to be three hours. Like, they I don't, don't need to be three hours. Yeah. He doesn't need to be standing. He's right. literally rambling like right. four hours. Mm-hmm. And then his wife is trying to get in the shot, and he's telling her no, and like accidentally the dog gets let out, <laughs> so she has to get in the shot. <laughs> right. And then... Um, yeah, he's responding to things, and then he, like, disappears. Right. It's super fucking weird. Yeah. And he, he's doing a lot of repetitive, like, the alien, this is all good. The arrests are going to happen. This right. is going to happen. And it's like, well, yeah, if the arrests he's are going to happen. He's obsessed with the arrests of elite members or elite servants of the cabal, of the Illuminati that serve the reptilian bad aliens. Yeah, yeah. Like Bill Gates and yeah. uh, Bob Iger and these other folks. Right. So so Dusty Tweepopes wants a... Uh, Dusty uh, Tweethope <laughs> wants a... Uh, so I'll give you a really high... Or just like the quick hit. Again, it's... <laughs> Let me give you a real high <laughs> recap of this. <laughs> um, but, well, one of the highlights, I think, are... Like him in the middle, like the kind of fuck ups, like this is not right. perfect. Where yeah. he starts sweating, and all right. You can see his shirt's all I, uh, fucked up. I set this up before. You, it's like almost like he's going to explode because he's like, I set this up beforehand, and yeah. uh, it's like a very Tim and Eric awkward. The internet's moment gone, thing. and uh, this is that. Yeah, things that clearly should be cut, but it's a live stream right. that it's he like, then posts on YouTube. Yeah, it's like it's like David, baby. We can get away with not editing this show because that's kind right. of the point. But you're shooting things on what looked like a beautiful 4K camera. Yeah, yeah, the camera with and fucking everything. lighting that the view would be envious right, of, right. like the well, soft fucking white well, at like one soap point opera he lighting. He talks about how he's like, no, I, I don't have bags under my eyes and my eyes aren't sucking in. It's just the way they look. It, you just you're have not to light it in. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah like, I remember you that just on the first one. Like, put it in the right light. But yep. basically, the highlights <laughs> are he thinks. A lot of this was man-made. Trump is doing good. Trump yeah. is battling evil. That this is all the the QAnon and the heroes. I can't remember the good guy's name right off the top of my head. The Alliance. The Alliance. Yeah, which they're, is so cliche right. sci-fi shit. Yeah. But and Star Wars is a documentary, as he right. said on uh, right. Jenny McCarthy show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that basically the, call, wow, the cabal had... is going down. <laughs> Sorry, real quick. I'm looking at his page. The, the video that I watched while installing my tushy on my uh, uh, toilet uh, a couple weeks ago is called The Great Pandemic, right. what's really, colon, what's really going on, two, two hours, 47 minutes. A follow-up, <laughs> what's really going on in the pandemic, two, yeah. five hours and 15 minutes. Oof. Follow-up to that, David Wilcock on The Great Pandemic, three, new briefings, and then I don't see the rest of yeah. the thing. Three hours, 24 minutes. Yeah. 
David Wilcox, The Great Pandemic Part 4, Q&A, three hours, 22 minutes. And then join us for the mass four, four, four slash four meditation yesterday, an hour and seven minutes. But, okay. um, but yeah, his wife's on a couple of these. That's a, that's a lot of fucking content. And also he has hit a million views on almost two of these. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, people are watching gnarly. for sure, but um, basically he's saying that all these arrests are going to happen and the yeah. cabal's going down. Um, and just look up David Wilcock, uh, on YouTube and his, it's yeah. David Wilcock straight slash uh straight slash yeah. gay i'm not uh, gay <laughs> straight slash divine cosmos official is his channel so yeah sorry but um yeah so all these arrests are going to happen he says in the next three days so today's mm-hmm. monday the sixth yep so in the Mark next calendar three days there's going to be a massive blackout where the entire internet goes down right all the the energy's down, and then he said that's when all the secret arrests are going to happen, oh, and the alliance is going to strike, and the cabal's going to do its 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 thing and be mm-hmm. arrested. Okay, and that's kind of it. And that like a lot of this is is upgrading humanity and doing these right. things, so that when but, everything uh, pops back on, we'll be in a new age. Basically, we'll be in a better place. Yeah, mm. but he's been saying this for like years. Like, he, there's yeah, another exactly. video where he, like <laughs> someone's like pointing out like word for word like yeah. he said this before and right. i've also called out like if you're saying this secret thing is going to happen and these secret people are getting arrested why the fuck are you talking about it right and then he's like well my intel and it's like well why would your intel know and tell you mm-hmm. how do we know your intel isn't from the cabal and you're here spreading a fucking yeah. lie to which is freak everyone which is the kind of point them, he like, makes all the time about right. tom DeLong and other people right, but right, anyone right. that isn't him yeah their intel's bad. Mine is rock solid, airtight, okay? Yeah. Just like my little boner in my butthole. Which is not cheating on my wife as lots. And I'm like, which yeah. is not gay because he never comes inside, <laughs> just in the puddles out in the right. back behind Steve's house. <laughs> okay? I did not feed the outside puddles to that child. <laughs> he, of his own accord and with his mother's blessing, thought. That they were whatever food Joey said they were. <laughs> shoestring French fries. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. He forgot for a second. Maybe Jack Puff. <laughs> Something I did call lines. him my little fluffernutter as right. I, in the screen door, did, with a barrier of screen in front of me, jerk off through the small holes in the screen door while he said fluffernutter because it pushed me over the edge. But that is in no way condoning... The practice of child sex magic or mosquito-human hybridization. This was not magic. There was no adrenochrome trace, okay? (laughs) This was all pure lust. That oh, why man. is why it is okay. When coronavirus is over. I can't wait to go to Adrenacon 2021. <laughs> man. Just all those fucking Cron kids. Con, right? Con. Yeah. But I, that's what I was saying. No. It's an Adrenacron con. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's all just <laughs> kids. Just the heist. Yeah, yeah. Being tortured so that uh, we can all feed off of it. And, right. Right. And uh, serve our Lord Hillary Clinton. Um, and just consume pizza. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Play ping pong uh, <laughs> forever for eternity. Rupa Loop says, "Hey, what's up? They haven't been able to oh, stop by for a while. They've been, been around before, right? Rupa Loop. Oh yeah. yeah, they've been watching Mandalorian, homeschooling mm. their children, trying to keep their marriage alive, and hosing their butthole off outside. Ooh, uh, love you guys, and just leave. Got to get on that okay. uh, that tushy life. Exactly. Um, again, that's not warm water, right? Uh, again, remember, folks, this is serious. <laughs> if you go to tushy.com looking for the tushy bidet product. <laughs> You will find a very hardcore all anal <laughs> website, all anal oh porn site. Um, the what is it like? It's like uh, there's some cute fucking word here. Hold on, um, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> uh, it's hellotushy.com. Okay. Is the tushy product <laughs> site? Hello tushy product. 
Right. Cushy.com pornography. Right, right. <laughs> Affiliated with blacked.com. Yes. <laughs> yes, the ads are shared across yeah. the one network, right? Uh, we should get on their network podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we can be affiliates. <laughs> uh, we, uh, um, we also both were watching a good chunk of uh, Ryan Sprague from Somewhere in the Skies. He promoted a live Q&A on his personal Facebook, not his Somewhere in the Skies podcast account, uh, on his personal Facebook. So Steve and I immediately requested to be his friend because that's what he said right. the call to action should be. He accepted us within minutes. And we both asked a couple questions. I asked him if he was bummed about contact, and Steve yeah. asked him about if he had filmed or watched footage of the orange orbs over lakes, something like that. Yeah, because a person we work with had filmed right. some, so I was just like, oh, have you done research? He's like, yeah, there was like a chapter in his book and this and that. Got it. Uh, and then, yeah, Joey asked about contact in the desert. Yeah. And then, yeah, I asked if like they had uh, reached out to him. Um, had they reached out to him, meaning all the people that had panels, to basically say, hey, you're guaranteed a slot again. We're working on the schedule. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Contact is saying, whoever wants to come back, you're welcome back. Right. It's more if all the people, not that they don't want to go back, but right. might have something else going on. And I was asking him if he'd been approached by them yet, and he yeah, said, yeah. no, and not yet. He's the... like, they're pretty busy. I'm sure right. they got a lot to worry about. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but uh, anyway, but yeah. But it was, I mean, that was nice. He was... Uh, he was looking a little less high and tight because, like me, he hasn't been able to get his his haircut, his barbershop yeah, yeah. quality certified haircut, every three weeks. Exactly. Uh, Dragon Wolf Howl says Joey was happy as a pig in oh! shit. <laughs> <laughs> we you were stoked. I mean, we were stoked. Yeah. We added him as personal friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which and was I forgot. Super weird. Well, it's weird. Like if he keeps us there, I'm like, all right, cool. But because uh, it's not like it's not like you can go. Oh, this person was added for this reason. Yeah, or whatever. I'm but, gonna unfriend him now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna but, tag him and shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just photos of you photoshopped with him tagging him in there. Every single photo that has family or friends, I put his head on all of their faces. Exactly. So that all of my photo albums are just me and him. Right. All right. the time. Enjoying. As God intended. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yes. Yeah, so. It wasn't Adam and Steve. It was Joey and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Joey and Steve. It was <laughs> Joey and Sprague. Joey, yeah. Um, Come on, yeah, let's make some fun. outside puddles. Yeah, here we go. We don't want to make a mess in here. Puddle down. Um, let's puddle down. Come on, bud. Yeah. Uh, We're puddle buddles. <laughs> <laughs> cuddle puddle buddy. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, because Cox is all about, or Wilcock is oh, all yeah. about the cuddle puddle. Oh, yeah. So, see, it's all leading to Half that. puddle, Wilcock. Exactly. <laughs> but... Um, that's his hitchhiking yeah. sign. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so Sprague screwed up because he should be he should have a Facebook page right. which can then have unlimited fans. Yeah, have a somewhere in the skies he, podcast page, which I think exists. It says group. Yeah. But which it's is like different. It's like it's, oh that's the worst. Right. because <laughs> uh, then you have to fucking add people and do stuff. Exactly, so yeah. anyways, very weird that he doesn't have a page because right. then you can associate that to your Instagram right. and do all sorts of things. And everyone could just hit like and then access the QA. Exactly. It's because if the whole point was him trying to get numbers, then whatever. Right. right. Although maybe they, they tap maybe you he on the amount to... of friends you can have because right. people would do that where they'd and start he, a company. And he was literally yeah. like what, twenty away from the limit I think or something. So that's yeah. why I didn't add him and then he accepted <laughs> you. So I was like, all right, yeah. I guess he doesn't give a fuck or know that he's gonna yeah. run into a cap here. There's that quick. Adam and Steve again. Here we go. <laughs> um but yeah. It was a, a stream. He had about 30, I think it topped Yeah, 20 to 30 at any given yeah, time. Exactly. Um, with but he also, he promoted post. it like 10 minutes before he started. Right, so. right. On Instagram with no swipe up. Come right. on. Well, I don't know if he has enough people to swipe up. Uh, oh, do you have to you be have, verified? You, you have, well, not verified. You just have to have a certain amount of followers. And mm. I think, 
I can't remember what the other caveats are, but you definitely need, like, we on ours, that's why I can't do swipe up for, like, Twitch or whatever. Oh, right, right, Because right. we don't have enough actual followers. Got it. Um, but anyways. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was like a fun little intimate thing there. Um, right. And uh, been looking at, uh, I finally figured out how to find um, the archived footage of the Paranormal Museum with Greg and Dana Newkirk of Hell Your Fame. Which is organized horribly. Which is really bad. Because uh, they, they, I think that I didn't have some level of access that first day or something, because all that shit did not appear in the photo album when I was oh, accepted okay. in the group. Mm-hmm. And then I finally checked back a couple days later, and I was like, oh, every single photo that ev- all 600 and some members post on the timeline right. there are in there, plus the shit that the actual admins, Greg and Dana, post. Right. There's no like, all I want is group or something. Yeah. All I want is their content. Right. But instead, I go. I have to go chronologically. But still, we do have access to that finally now. We did watch. Yeah, we did watch one of their uh, um, things over here after a lot of troubleshooting. I figured out how to yeah. cast my phone. Facebook app on my phone to the Amazon Fire Stick on Steve's TV. Right. And we watched their viewing of uh, Dana Newkirk in her early 20s on Canada's Girly Ghost Hunters. Girly Ghost Hunters, that's um, what it was, yeah. Which was, I mean, it was okay. But right. they were doing a live commentary, um, which they didn't comment They didn't comment enough. Like, it was, it would have been fun right. if they were talking about things more. But yeah. they basically watched the show, and only about 5% of the time they actually said something. Yeah, and the show, I mean, it was pretty rough. Yeah. And it was rough to watch in that format. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, yeah, their commentary was like few and far between, and it was right. just like, "Oh, look at her, look at her," and then right. like weird comments I would post up in there, right. and yeah, it was. Our patrons say that fine. Our but. patrons say that our live commentary is some of our best content, if not the best. Content. Well, because we're act. So that's what I was saying is like they were playing the show at full blast, right. and then talking probably softer. Mm-hmm. Where we are obsessed with Mystery Science Theater 3000, right. so we knew how to do it, right. where we play it at appropriate levels, right. pause it where we need to, right. lower up. Yeah, up down, and, yeah exactly. You can adjust as you uh, go on. So, uh, Dragon Wolf Files says we think too highly of them. <laughs> <laughs> they have a real show, so I mean. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, doing, they're yeah. doing a daily show, daily content campaign right. for Life. Paranormal Quarantine. Right, so. right. Um, but... Uh, which I can appreciate, but it's not even a lot of the stuff. They showed the whole schedule for the next couple of weeks. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm interested in Nothing like two exciting. of those things yeah, out yeah. of 14. So. Right. Like kind of if there's a bunch of panels, like, oh, okay, I'll yeah. see these one or two things. Um, oh, what I forgot to say was that uh, Ryan Sprague, he answered, when he was answering my question about being bummed about contact getting canceled, right. um, he said that he is setting up some some virtual panels of his own. And he's right. going to share them on the page and whatever. So stay tuned for that, which is kind of cool. He's, right, like, right. he's like, we're going to have our own little contact in the desert. With, we should call it no contact in the desert. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. And I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. He was No, like, I remember but, uh, that. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, you, were, you weren't there in the beginning, man. Those Dang. first three minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I saw Joey joined. I was there before you because I saw oh. the thing say Joey joined. Oh. Joey, now, well, on, on there, it's Joseph. Joey's un- Joseph's undressing. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph's scantily clad. <laughs> Joseph's creating outside puddles. Right. <laughs> Joseph's organizing Joseph. cash God, it's very detailed. Now. Joseph now wearing them as face masks. <laughs> oh, speaking of face masks, too, Uh-oh. I brought over here the Manta brand sleep mask, yes. which uh, we'll be using for our next Estes method, which I posted as a bonus podcast here. Mm-hmm. I think it's still live up on Twitch. It hasn't been quite two weeks, but um, it's supposed to be to guarantee 100% blackout. Is that and the foam I hate? No, no, it's very soft microfiber on here. Okay, okay. It's not the like the scratchy yeah, yeah. one, but uh, 
you can adjust these little things. It's, this is a whole Velcro thing on the inside here. Um, you can adjust these, as I'm not even showing right. on the Twitch here, <laughs> sorry. You can pop these off. They kind of almost like look like over-the-ear headphones, but for exactly. your eyes. Yeah, and so, uh, but it's a, a pretty smart idea, and they were only like, they were on sale for like 25 bucks or something, which right. a lot of the full blackout masks are 50 bucks plus, oh, really? which is crazy. And Joey got heavily targeted on social oh, yeah. media. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and tagged me twice. Yep. Because I, th- <laughs> I think because when I went to the article on planetweirdhq.com, which is the Hell Your Crew, Greg and Dana's website, where they gave you the exact Estes Method kit um, with the, and, and then Amazon links to each thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I clicked on that Amazon thing and then clicked on a couple other you know, oh, right. like these, like headphones, whatever, and it must have just targeted. Oh, me oh I'm sure so. it's, it's um, a basic retargeting right. pixel. That <laughs> what did you Facebook call me? <laughs> and tag retargeted. <laughs> I'm really smart, by the way. It'll, I'm really Sprague. On today's episode of Sprague versus Sprague, <laughs> we discuss our mental acuity <laughs> <laughs> and how it's coming together. Someone <laughs> did, I think, bring up cutting their own hair. Someone did bring up that Ryan Sprague could be mentally chit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but bringing up cutting his own hair and he said he wouldn't take Mm-mm. it so he's going same lengther i'm not gonna take it anymore. or i mean try it uh oh i'm going same lengther <laughs> well because same length as his face and his head go right. gi joe cut exactly um but uh but anyway yeah excited to do our next estes method with uh that mask because it also is like takes the pressure off um your eye sockets too because it's adjustable so um we'll see if my oh, it eyes is pretty fully black out. yeah so that's a good adjustment then too. Um, we look we look like the injured cold picture with that thing on, like because it had right. he had the big like black fly well, style well, sunglasses and stuff. <laughs> that's right. This is it. Well, and you so can I adjust the again. You can adjust the angle of those so you can make yourself look really mad or really right. sad. <laughs> yeah, upbeat, downbeat, Caucasoid, Asiatic. Right, right. Uh, I won't say the other one, but right, uh, right. even though it's a scientific term, it's not mine. But you know, it's fine. Um, but. Um, Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm excited for that virtual contact, no contact in the desert yes. with Ryan. We should probably join in on that. <laughs> well, you I, guys want us to do it. And I wonder if other I wonder if other people because think about it too, like all these fuckers prepared a whole huge presentation for some right. of these things. Um, some of them are just discussions off the cuff, but still there's a lot of people that might have prepared something and might want some opportunity to share it still. So Right. Well, in some of the ones we saw last year, I do feel like we're rehearsed. Yeah, like yeah. it's oh, the same sure. thing over and over. Yeah. So it is always interesting to see the bounce, which I'm sure Sprague being one of his earlier big cons doing multiple panels is probably right. not the same thing he's repeated over and over. Where like yeah. Childress, we saw yeah. that presentation probably three or four times over the course of two years yeah. where it's like, okay, this <laughs> yeah, is video exactly and then twice the same, live. <laughs> same thing. So yeah. And, and even, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, A, that we saw that, but also that we're complaining about it because it gets, but it's right. like, because we love them so much, but yeah. still. Um, but my my real my best memories, my favorite memories were the conversations we had about the Mothman prophecies in Richard Gere, yeah, and his little bookshop. And even though Iowa. you're doing a Sprague impression while you were talking of to course, of course. Childress, I know. <laughs> I just can't resist. Uh, <laughs> I was playing the the Sprague Q and A on my way, getting ready to come here. Yeah. And my wife's like, what the fuck is that? And then she's like, couldn't stop laughing because just like the way he's just such a, he really is like a Broadway guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he's so expressive and so, yeah. but he's so nice and like sincere and whatever right, too. Like right. you can't Very help positive. but just fall in love with his <laughs> little outside puddles and stuff. Yeah. Oh, let me see your outside puddle maker. Yeah. <laughs> he 
punched him right in the outside puddle maker. <laughs> um, uh, Dragon Wolf Owl says, a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> I, and now if he grows his hair out enough, we might see well, a little taste of that, yeah. too. And, uh, you know, indoors, you're not wearing shoes, so yeah. you could let those feet just uh, hang oh, yeah. out. And... Hair up. Yeah. Um, he did want to drink mead, too, because someone brought yeah, that up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, that reminds me, too, real quick, before we go to Reaching for the Stars. Uh, our friend, Dorsch Gorner, guest of Beer There, Drunk That, our yeah. other our beer podcast, um, available on the same podcast services, Probing Engineering, uh, except Spotify. I don't think we have put on there. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, yeah. cool. No, I do. <laughs> uh, he had a really funny idea where he has three kids ranging from, like, five or six to 12 or 13, yeah, and uh, I don't really keep track. I mean, once kids are a certain age, you just kind of yeah. let them tell you how you know when they were born. You do. The I math, feel like I did right. like a weird math in my head and figured out the age of his daughter. And he's like, "Why do you know her age?" Yeah. <laughs> like laughing, I was like, "I don't." I figured you guys were together this right. long because you said yeah. this and that, so then that <sighs> means Jesus. <sighs> Start saving my own. And then puddles, you these and other ones. Organizing so, bookshelf. Yeah, because then I'm like, I remember mm, hospital. The youngest one with the large head 12. being born. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. But anyway, he for his own birthday, he had his kids all dress up like and Lord his wife. Of, and his wife dressed up like Lord of the Rings characters. Did you see the him. one was dressed as the Eye of Sauron? Yes, yeah, which was really <laughs> smart. Yeah, um, but yeah, his daughter was dressed as Aragorn, so she was right. like in drag, which I was yeah. dying at because she just looked all like awkward. Yeah, with the long hair, but then the painted on like the goatee shitty goatee. And, yeah. <laughs> but I thought that was a really like. Because basically you're like, oh, it's funny and it's picture opportunities with your family. So I thought that right, was pretty right, cute. Right. But because I've never seen that before ever. I've seen like we all dressed up as this fucking stupid superhero team together. Right. But this was just like he wanted to be normal while they looked like no, he, idiots. He had a hat on and stuff. Oh, he did. Because because yeah, the, okay, yeah. the montage I saw was him without it. But maybe that's because she posted a normal pic of him on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then this whole the whole point of my conversation is dumb. It was a dumb idea. That <laughs> cat is still outside hunting for mosquitoes. Exactly. Little does she know, she's going to get a whole lot of shoestring French fries. Mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Which is what one of my old cats used to be called. Oh, there you go. Hey, dude. Jelly Bean, <laughs> Skeeter, Winky, Misty, all the Winky. hits. Oh, yeah. Misty was the mother of Winky, Jelly Bean. Did Winky Skeeter. have an eye problem, or you just called him? No, Winky? his actual name was Oliver, oh. but uh, my mom called him Winky after the bartender character in Disney's... Oliver Mr. Stone. Toad. Oh, Mr. You know, Toad. Mr. You know, Toad's Wild Ride. And you know, Classic he's the guy with like the mustache and he's like, Arr, and he has oh, like yeah. the, you know, and he, yeah, and he just sits you know, there and goes, Arr, and you barrel through And he's got the, thing. <laughs> he's got like a nine inch, yeah. <laughs> in his hands, uh, flopping out of his pants. But yeah. um, <laughs> that's why Mr. Toad goes to hell in the movie in the ride because he right. looked at Winky's Winky too long. <laughs> right, right. He saw the nine. So. <laughs> I'm just fine. I see the nine. The nine is yeah. inside me all the time. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, we're. Uh, uh, oh, and, and then one last thing: podcast news. Ryan Sprague. I don't know how he's confirmed this, but apparently in the news, podcast downloads are down significantly. Yeah. Well, overall. I think it was amongst his friends, even because yeah. he's he's tied into a lot of other shows. Mm-hmm. And I think well. So I think they thought they would see a boom where yeah. they actually see it flat to declining. Exactly. Yeah. Where we're seeing our numbers flat it's like a small a small decline but i also can't really tell i'd have to do more outside puddle math but right child age math but uh because we've been posting some bonus content it's like more but with it whatever if regardless it's not incremental right it's like it's like maybe a couple hundred downloads less 
right. per week or something like that. So I don't know. But but again, um, people just aren't really commuting, and that's right. probably when a lot of content's absorbed. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, because like, I, I would assume audiobooks might be the same because people might actually be reading actual books or the ebook version at this point, too. right? Or just like when you start your day, you have the TV on, you turn the TV off, or just turn it down, do mm. your shit, TV on at night, like. For me, right. I usually listen to like Howard Stern in the morning, then yeah. something driving, then on the way home, a podcast, and yeah. then, you know, don't usually listen a ton more when I'm in my house. Yeah. It's like doing stuff or TV. So again, if I'm cooking or something, then I'll put on the radio or music. Mm-hmm. But like this morning was the first time I listened to Howard for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, cause uh-huh. usually I'll like turn it off, turn on CNN just to like get the kind of daily updates. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like it's been the same shit every day. So I just needed a break. Right. So I just listened to Howard, but that was the first time I've like to a to a longer extent. Right, right, right. Listen, so yeah, they're doing their whole show remotely too. Yeah, he he, they were on Zoom for a while, yeah. and then he has his own studio in their house mm-hmm. now, and all kind of. Yeah. But they do the Zoom video or some sort of video. Yeah. But but how Howard was saying how much he hates, and um, thinks virtual cocktail hours are retarded, <laughs> and because he, he was like he called Robin and she didn't answer him, and yeah. it was because he was at a virtual cocktail party. He's like, if I'm ever at a virtual cocktail party, please kill me. <laughs> He's like, I do never, I never want to go to something like that. That sounds insane. Uh, we tried it and it was just kind of, it was fine, <laughs> but it was just kind of awkward. Yeah, Dragon Wolf Isle agrees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they are dumb. It was like okay, like, and I, th- I feel like they've stopped. It was like a novel thing, and then everyone just like yeah. novel like the coronavirus. I mean, if it's good, if you have like. Probably like ten or less people, right? Or even that. Like, if it's not like a work related thing, if it's like a group of child age friends, ten or less, right? And you're because we did one a couple weeks ago where it was like four or five of us, yeah. And it's like, oh, we're all talking, but it's like yeah. once you get in a bigger group, especially if it's like the work happy hour, it's like yeah. <laughs> only one person can talk in a Zoom or a right. big chat. It's right. not like. <laughs> Oh, I went to a party with twenty people, yeah. and I I joined a three to four person side group, right? And then someone else jumped in, jumped out. Like yeah. that's where I'm like, I, I feel like Zoom has to be working on that. But some sort of way, like, hey, we're all in this chat room, yeah. And I highlight these three people, so I'm only talking mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. and someone can like maybe knock and join right, our right. group or something. The equivalent of like you know bouncing from group bouncing to group. from little group yeah. to group, yeah. Like you could like tap on each one, like, hey guys, I'm gonna be out yeah, see yeah. it like that, or hey guys, what are you talking about, like. Right. Because the fact that it's basically one person presenting, yeah. then it's like, now that's not fun. And yeah, it's a sense. fucking dumb Brady Bunch. There's that fucking second and a half delay that drives me insane. Right. It triggers my OCD so yeah. fucking... Oh, God. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing the delay. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just it drives me fucking nuts, but everyone's like, eh, hey, it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have the ability to download the... Snap camera, right. so I've been fucking with people on that yeah. one. And then the virtual backgrounds, Hulk Hogan here shows up because he's a human. Right. So, and it's almost life size photo. So when I'm talking yeah. and I have a virtual background, it like cuts everything out but a person. Right. But Hogan's here, so he appears sometimes out of the ocean. Hogan's here. Yeah. Uh, does the camera not pick up Darth Maul? And them, or is it just is like out of I is it out it's of frame? Where I'm, I'm at. Oh, because you're blocking. But again, yeah. Hulk Hogan, human yeah, shape yeah. and color. But I'm that's what I was curious is like, so does much. it have a mall detector? Does it have a Nightmare Brothers or <laughs> right, whatever right. They, their tribe is called or whatever? Uh, um, the Darth Maulians. Exactly. Actually, I don't know what Darth. <laughs> they're Maul they're called Nightmare Brothers and Nightmare Sisters or something. Hmm, I have no idea. I only learned that not because I'm that big of a Star Wars fan, but I played the newish Star Wars game like five or six months ago, um, and. You go to their planet and you don't. It's kind of cool because you don't know it's their planet, 
and then you're fighting all of these sorceress chicks, mm-hmm. and you find out that the males, and I'm sure people with, that watch Clone Wars and Rebels and all this yeah. other bullshit are like freaking out right now listening and screaming at me, but the the males in their tribe are actually very like deprioritized, and it's all about like the magical powered females. It's a very matriarchal mm. society, and they're just like the the muscle. Like they just go and protect them, and they're like the warriors and stuff right. like that. So, because um, you have to fight a bunch of but then green there's like dark small girls that look like the slave dancers from Jabba's palace with the big like horn kind of like. That's not them things. though. But um, they they're red and black like they have this exact same tattoos. Same tattoos. Like um but uh, I don't know. You'd have to look. I'm just saying it's one of those dumb things where people <laughs> at some point cross reference all dumb of it. things. Um speaking but of dumps, what speaking were you of forty five minutes into the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> um did you want to take a break or No, no, go? I'm just goofing because okay. now we're getting <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, we have a segment here called Reaching for the Stars where we ask all you little probers and probats out there to give us a five star rating. Uh, it helps us get found in algorithms and searches and get rated yeah. on the charts and all that stuff and, and, and brings more little probers and probats to the show. Uh, go on your favorite podcast service of choice, give us a five-star rating, and then review us in the comments of that rating we'll read on the show and give you a shout-out, just like these three folks here. Uh, the first five-star review is from Brian with a Y Notani, and I believe this is our newest patron, Brian yeah. with a Y. Uh, and he titles it Buns, B-U-N-Z. It says, great show, guys. I lost my sister a few months back, and listening to music was hard because it would bring back memories. I found your podcast, and it helped me get through everything. It helped me laugh and smile again. Thank you. Keep up the great work. You're very welcome, Brian. We're sorry about your sister. Surprisingly yeah. sincere review. Um, we've had a couple of those, though, which yeah, is really nice a, to hear. Yeah, we've had a couple of those things, yeah. Because um, I, I think we've definitely been on the other side of that. Yeah, uh, I mean, too. I've... Uh, I don't talk about it much because we want to keep it fun and light and a distraction for people, but yeah. I've lost two people in yeah. my life during the recording of yeah. the show. We kind of danced uh, around it a couple months ago when it ha- or three yeah, months ago. Yeah, I mean even as recently now. in January a good yeah. friend of mine passed away suddenly. But um yeah, the show's the show for me doing it is a nice outlet and kind of other world you can get in. Right. And then obviously in that time uh Getting into other content and just, just listening. adjusted the mic yeah. with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, Joe. <laughs> kissed it. Tor- sorry. Uh, but yeah, just having something to listen to and an outlet just yeah. to kind of take your mind off of it because yeah. you have to, if you dwell on it forever, it just, you, it, it's rough. Yeah, that's what so. talk radio was for me growing up. Was It was like Howard Stern in the morning, Love Line at night on K-Rock, and then all the, all the Howard Stern, the post-Howard Stern shows that right. all... You know, died after he went to satellite because right, nobody right. cared about them yeah, without yeah. him. Um, but also because a lot of people got into talk radio because of him. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, those got me through a ton of tough times. It kind of yeah. like helped me feel kind of like an adult. Like I had these like more mature friends, but they were still doing immature right. funny we are stuff. Definitely not you know? mature. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, uh, our next one is more back on brand. Oh, there we go. Um, this is from Bo Bandy, uh, super fan Bo Bandy here. Uh, five star with a hard R, he <laughs> titles it. Uh, the word hero is thrown off. <laughs> so this one I, I saw post last week, and then this other one posted today. Right. But So yeah, I don't know the order, but yeah. The I, word, I laughed really hard. <laughs> the word hero is thrown a lot these days, not thrown around. Yeah. Is thrown a lot these days, but in the middle of a global pandemic, which might, uh, which just might wipe out our species, you guys are still pumping out solid content. 
including outside puddles. No, he didn't write that part. Uh, on behalf of humanity, I would like to thank you for the effort. And if this is the end, I can only hope that someday alien adventurists, much like the terrestrial childress, which is what I died laughing at, like <laughs> picturing childress like, hello, I'm the terrestrial childress <laughs> of this earth. <laughs> Um, we'll find this podcast and use it as an amalgam of humankind. Godspeed. Thank you, Bobandi. Yeah, um, Bobandi, he, he just slaps different, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, always bringing the hits, always bringing his own content, his own brand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's over here, sometimes he's over yeah. there. A lot of times he's here in the Twitch. Yeah. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's figuring out the, genuinely the non-spam time limits Version. of Apple yeah. Podcasts yeah. versus because Castbox well, you can do whatever Castbox you want. is dead. Like yeah. I mean we're getting downloads there. Right, right. But yeah downloads are growing but comments is our top commenter. Yeah. And you know he's falling off and not no one else is really picking up the mantle there, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, as long as those downloads keep going uh, on uh, iTunes getting those ratings is good or comments I should say. Um, but uh, yeah this last one for this week comes from uh, Throbbing Prostate Man via <laughs> via Apple Podcasts in Great Britain. Um, oh, because that one hasn't posted on actual Apple Podcasts. Yet. Uh, you, I think, or maybe I, it's just UK. I think users this. I think this might be Charlie Smith, another no, super I know, fan. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Yeah, you just need to switch over to the UK site, and oh, we'll see it there." Okay. Because um, it does say we got more ratings. That's why Chartable's yeah. great because it aggregates Anyways, all this yeah, shit. Perfect. But um, uh, gives us five stars. And says this podcast reminds me of a better time. Imagine George Norrie gently rubbing his mustache across your exposed prolapsed rectum. Not only does it feel mind-blowingly good, I haven't read this yet, <laughs> but it gives an out-of-body experience like no other. Oh, Joey, let yeah. me just uh, let me re-moisten my stash here. You know, I don't like to spend a lot on beard oils and mustache oils, but yeah. your prostate uh, slick, you know, it just does the <laughs> trick. <laughs> you know, you're better than that old wife of uh, yeah. George's. <laughs> Wow, he's already yeah. done with Cricks. He's, oh, yeah. he's on to you. <laughs> no longer horny for her, and he's <laughs> moved on to me. Yeah, horny for Joe. You just love me for my prostate, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for my prolapse. Yeah. Uh, I want all that yeah. 10 inches of ass meat I know you can produce. <laughs> Um, blah, blah, blah. It makes my face go red just thinking about it. As red as Joey's prostate, as David Childress gently caresses it, while dressed up as Indiana Jones getting nailed by his helicopter pilot. The hosts... Steve and Joey have a magical uh, have magical voluptuous voices which can, simply cannot be compared to any other. The chemistry between them is something like the explosion of at Chernobyl. Absolutely horny. <laughs> uh, also, Steve collects stuff. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> also, Steve collects it. Seriously, though, brilliantly, uh, brilliantly funny. As long as you have seriously immature humor standards, uh, I'd love to go for a beer with these guys. His throbbing prostate man. A.K.A. I think Charles. Charlie Smith. Um, good man. Now, good man. Now, I think he wrote. I thought he wrote another review because he screenshot it for me and sent mm-hmm. me a message. Okay, that was like a whole children's chime. Maybe he changed it. I don't know. I but, feel like back in the day he would write things because yeah. we had to read it and it was like in Childer's voice mm-hmm. or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This time, and I always forget. unless it was showing. Oh, maybe it was showing like his his previous one below it maybe, or something yeah. like that. But uh, oh yeah, apparently we got to go back to Childress helicopter. I don't even know what episode that was in. I, I don't remember that was exactly. Like, who I feel was like the, do, I, some. I feel like one of us was obviously the pilot, and I yeah. honestly don't remember which one. I think who was Childress in that? Point, I think I, I think I was the one going. Thup, 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 thup. I was doing the helicopter sound, but then I would do Childress. You had like a walkie-talkie filter. And you were doing the pilot, I think. I yeah. We also might have been switching back at four. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. yeah, it's like. But I, I feel like that was like. I feel like that was like episode fifteen 10, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we're on yeah, like 120 something. now. Exactly. So, um, but uh, but people fucking it love just slaps. Different. That that. Is, 
Yeah, that is the the slappiest bit that we've ever done. Yeah, um, it's, it's the most resonant. My I guess wife, you would my say. yes, my wife requests it yeah. constantly. Yeah, people <laughs> in various uh, reviews, reviews, yeah, have called uh, it out specifically. So Bobandi says maybe it was the Karnak stones, which that does sound like right. it could be because I feel like Karnak was. I, thrown I think it was, there, so. and we just have to look at one of the seventeen times Karnak was was uh, <laughs> gone into on the at show. least early on. It yeah. was, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for reaching for the stars for us here. Uh, today's episode is Beyond Roswell. Uh, this didn't this didn't really deliver on the title of that show <laughs> because it right. really it mentioned other like other globe uh globe trotting roswells like around the world like other government uh facilities that are housing ufo crashes right. but that was only like one segment in the whole show whereas this really was mostly just about roswell right um and really just about the government covering up things just like roswell <laughs> right right um so i thought it was going to be like you all heard of Roswell, but what about all these? Oh, like, yeah. They could have done a whole segment on each and, one of those. And they dabble a little on tech at the end, yeah. of, like how Roswell co- could have impacted that. But right. yeah, it just doesn't go, I don't yeah. know. It and, just didn't slap different. <laughs> <laughs> slap the same, bro. Uh, yeah, the the end, uh, the last seven or eight minutes of footage has gone back to what seems like a unique season 11 thing, um, which is what we're on now where they do like this extended fucking recap where it's like they make you think that the last segment is new content. Right. But it's really just the ancient astronaut theorists and whatever other experts are on the show mm-hmm. just recapping what they already fucking said. But right. now there's like dramatic drum music and all this other shit and stuff. But sorry, I've I have seen the same <laughs> small middle-aged Asian lady. Oh. This is like her ninth or tenth lap around the neighborhood <laughs> because she just keeps walking by. Well, she can't do her normal walks with yeah. all this COVID. No mask on. Okay. Um, but, uh, and usually the Asian folks mask are the on. first. Well, you know. that show Mask was an awesome TV show. Yeah, starring in all Asian kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I love those toys. Oh, yeah. They would do well um, in this uh, environment. <laughs> in the sun environment. Exactly. You know, sons, not really sun. daughters, but sons yeah. would love this, uh, depending on their child age math. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so we start off with uh, the old cross-dresser himself, J. Edgar Hoover. The J. Edgar Hoover building. He was the... Um, he was the head of the FBI. He was caught cross-dressing or something well, like that, Well, I don't know right? if he was ever caught, but yeah. it was implied that he was into, yeah, putting on women's clothes right. and, like, and I don't and, even know if it was potentially cross- a traitor? Well, that was, I mean, yeah. Benedict Arnold was, like, the fucking revolutionary traitor. Whatever, yeah, but, I mean, I feel like um, he was more, if anything, into BDSM kind of maybe stuff, so maybe it was, right. like, more humiliation than he just right. wanted to be a woman type thing. Wearing leather dressing. stuff, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he... He was going after certain people and groups that then they were trying to dig up dirt on him. Right. So who even knows if that was true or not? Because true. he was the one going after like Jimmy Hoffa and like yeah. all these organizations are like, well, this guy's a pile of shit because I got all this dirt on him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those that don't know, Steve runs and has for about seven years now a J. Edgar Hoover fan club. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a J. Uh, it's a J. Edgar Hoover truther association, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we um all just take pictures with our vacuums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and post that kind of content, yep. and then just say we're here to suck up the truth. I was going to say you guys have kind of an ironic uh, Instagram handle, which is um, "suck me like a Hoover." Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, we're called Hoover Movers. Yeah, and where we push the Hoover vacuums, but then we also push the Hoover truth. Right. So, um, but uh, you guys get in some pretty interesting conversations. All yeah. very serious. It's very too. inspired. Um, but uh, yeah, Jager Hoover is briefed in 1950 uh, about three flying saucers that crashed in New Mexico. They found a document that said he was briefed, and I'm like, 
That's three years after Roswell, 1947. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's I guess that's kind of interesting. But um, it all. But I, but then I was like, oh, maybe this is an element of proof about how Lou Elizondo and all these guys are saying, hey, the fucking Navy doesn't necessarily talk to the Marines, which doesn't necessarily talk to the CIA, which is like right. all these elements. And they of, all have levels of clearance, and right. what does that mean? Yeah. Um, it, this could be an interesting little factoid in. Oh, maybe the FBI wasn't really, didn't really have any official documents until 1950. You know what I mean about the Roswell crash. So yeah, Bobaney says briefed. I thought he wore stockings. <laughs> <laughs> um, love that Joker. Linda Moulton Howe is on a lot in this. Well, not a lot. She's on the beginning and the end. That's pretty much right. it. Um, but uh, she just she comes on to say how many leaked docs from the 40s ended up surfacing specifically about. <laughs> And she got totally tubular <laughs> while she surfed <laughs> all these documents. I like a good bathing suit. Right. Yeah. You know, I like a good tube, if yeah. you know what I mean. Surfast. Yeah. Um, I like it when my curls are ripped, a little rip curl. <laughs> I like it raw. Okay. Yeah. You know, my whole body is just encased in a glove. And when I've fully ascended, I have reached the state of what they call a whole body. Where we just exist to offer pleasure yeah. to others. Yes. <laughs> Linda Moulton has a big sub. Like she right. just wants to please. <laughs> um, she just gets off on being a fuck toy for right. people. So um, hope we see you contact next year, Linda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's out in the puddle party. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, she tells the um, Roswell story for like the thousandth fucking time. They spend a couple minutes on it. And I, I, I guess that's fine, but it's like if you're watching Ancient Aliens deep into the 11th season. It doesn't mean you watch every episode, but if you're watching this fucking show, right. you already fucking know what Roswell is. Like, I, I get that they have to give a little bit of background, but they kind of don't because there's about 50,000 opportunities in the rest of the episode mm -hmm. that they take to remind you, 1947, New Mexico, yeah. this, whatever. So uh, kind of a waste of time. But um, but she does make the point, which I, get, I hadn't, I assumed, but I hadn't really heard before. Remember that Linda Moulton Howe was a long time journalist and she was willing to go and do official reports on like crop circles and ufo crashes and right. all sorts of things um but uh but she said the soldiers were told that every single piece of debris was to be picked up everything so just like the level of cleanup crew kind of uh mentality that the military had at the time um just proved that, uh, and that's in they documents they're showing. They didn't anywhere, just developing DNA exactly. and all sort of crossbred type well, of uh, organisms. As, as soon as kids get some, you know, off-market um, shoestring french fries, you got a carb and starch problem going mm -hmm. on on the whole country. you got obese kids. Yeah. More obese than they are now. So Yeah, and then they're drying it out just kind of like that toad, toad venom. Yeah. And then they're just trying to suck that down, and then yep. they don't always have a good person there with them mm -hmm. when they just black out and, you know, eat shit. Yeah. Possibly... Vomit. They think they're eating ketchup for those fries, but exactly. they're just ripping their own flesh off and drinking their own blood and right, pouring right. it on there. It's so not fun. They bleed out. Um, but uh, blah, 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 blah. we we all know the story that it was like reported accurately for one day after it happened. The newspapers all said strange thing crashes and whatever, and like you know, like the army like approved the fucking story and all that stuff. Right. And then the next, literally the next day, is when the infamous weather balloon story comes out in the papers and says, "Hey." That was all bullshit. This is actually just a weather balloon they mistake. Right. Uh, mis mistook. Um, Nick Pope is on here a lot, which is good. This is the perfect kind of episode yeah. for him. Sandal flops and all. Being the former uh, British Ministry of Defense UFO kind of minister guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and he thinks that's bullshit, that, they, that it was a weather balloon. He says, 
the people tasked with Roswell, the Roswell site, were the best of the best. The idea that intelligence personnel at this base would mistake a weather balloon for something more exotic. Oh, Joe maybe, exotic. Maybe, maybe <laughs> some uh, uh, Palm Desert girls, you know, with <laughs> bigger bums than I'm used to no, back home. Scantily clad and not just pale and pasty. <laughs> uh, for something exotic is preposterous. So that arguably this is the start of the UFO cover-up. So, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Like, But that's also, we all know this about Roswell. They're just kind of saying it in different ways that right. make it seem special again. But um, Richard Dolan is back a, a lot in this yeah, episode. he's got the weird hair on this yeah. one. Old hippie hair Dolan. And uh, he does explain that basically the whole story went dark for about 30 years, and then witnesses started coming forward claiming that they were eyewitnesses, they were there. And that they literally saw biological bodies of aliens. Yeah. So I was thinking of maybe he's a some sort of term because we don't have a term for Dolan yet, right? No. I'm thinking of some sort of Dole whip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hair and then whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. If he continues now, it's weird because he seems to. We'll have to like. We'll have to do a, a Richard Dolan thing like for Patreon or something and just explore him a Get little bit me. more. Yeah. Um, because. He seems respected. He seems yeah. to not be a crackpot in any yeah. way. Um, and he, he seems cares to, about the research. Right. And he, and he yeah. seems to actually, because of that, because he doesn't have fucking Sukalos hair, right. he seems to ha- have respect from um, people outside the ufology world so that they'll actually talk to him. Or right. Right. like he, he seems to have access to like government, government officials and right. things like that. So I've had um, some clearance. Okay. <laughs> he is the better Barra, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, but. <laughs> Everyone loves uh, a Dole Whip. Richard Dolan, better bar. Yeah. <laughs> better bar has a Dole Whip here. Uh, but uh, that I remember that show in the 90s, the special that was on Fox TV, the Alien Autopsy. Mm-hmm. That body is supposedly from the Roswell crash, but then they it's back. Well, and Richard Dolan himself is like, we don't know if that fucking thing's fake at yeah. this point. It's gone back and forth so many times. Well, and, and Sprague had a, a some sort of episode in the past couple months. Sorry, where, sorry. It's Sprague. Sprague. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, but yeah, some, some sort of episode where they keep... He, he really, really hates the Area 51, the aut- alien autopsy. Right, video. right. Like, he's like, that has been proven to be fake, right. and now it's back in the media, and right. we just can't get rid of this thing. Yeah. It's like, when I see that, I'm like, you're just a fucking joke. Get out of my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. But he was, like, really pissed because he yeah, yeah. really believes it to be fake. Which right. They were selling that on fucking Fox 11, yeah. like... Dial up one eight hundred whatever whatever mm-hmm. to get the alien autopsy video. Yep. So I'm like, I don't think it's probably real, but right. maybe it's a weird man in black thing, and yeah, it's yeah. like actually real. But anyways, uh, it's an endless yeah. cycle of of fake versus real, and right. then and and understandably, Sprague and other people in this in this universe want to check off the shit they know is fake to never have to think about it again. Right, right. Because there's so fucking much to think about. So I understand. Well, and just all the shit that people are like, oh, you're talking about that? And then they prove it fake, which means everything else you're talking about is fake, so you're an idiot. Exactly. So it's like, it's one more thing just to always have to like, no, don't go down that rabbit hole of believing it, because then it'll come back and all the reasons why it's fake are still why it's fake. So that's why you'll get laughed at, and then it discredits everything else you're talking about. I already got laughed at enough for being short, okay? Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, they go back to 2014 footage. When I'm like, what the fuck? Why did they not fucking show this footage in in a, tw- in a 2014 episode or um, of Sukalos on location at Walker Air Force Base with the mayor of Roswell, New Mexico, <laughs> giving him a fucking tour of the right. Air Force Base? Hang loose and uh, in the hangar. Um, but uh, I'm like, what year are we in? In this 20 late 2016 at this okay. point. 
And uh, so it's like you have two and a half year old footage, but also when you see the footage, it's literally it's literally just you don't learn anything because the right. mayor is fucking just softballing everything. He's only giving and he's this smarmy looking car salesman yeah. dude. He uh, is just giving Sukalos a, a basic little tour and says, "Oh yeah, I mean this is the room right here where they say I don't I haven't confirmed, but they say that this is where the bodies were kept and operated on and what and right. then and then Sukes is like, oh wow, I'm, I'm standing where an extraterrestrial might have stood. And I mean and that's cool for him. Like I, I yeah, mean yeah. if somebody fucking helicoptered me in or whatever to that base. I'd be like, oh, cool, it's the Roswell Are you trying to wedge in? Nope. But are you trying to give me a wedge in? The Adventures of Young Children. It's just him getting bullied all the time. Right, right. <laughs> I like Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, whatever you fucking nerd. Your dad's fucking hairy. Okay. No, no, it's Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Childress was the dog's name. <laughs> Hatcher was the dog's <laughs> name. <laughs> I like the dog. <laughs> I like that dog. <laughs> uh, a Middle Eastern bastard. Uh, who are you anyway? You didn't grow up in Iowa. They would have yeah. lynched you. <laughs> um, but uh, it belongs in my museum. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they show this footage. It's cool to see Sukes walking around, but nothing comes of this. And. I, I'm guessing that's why they didn't find a place for it back yeah. in an earlier season. But um, and crazy McCom mom's like, yeah, they're just always using old ass footage, yeah. and and the hair is she they they could say the hair is a dead giveaway where yes. it is like oh yeah his his level of tan uh, is always ever changing, mm-hmm. and then the hair length and shape and yeah whatever quaffing color and, yeah, yeah. and length and sh- yeah. Um, but oh and also I I feel like season eleven is has been a lot of. Rehab. Light on content, and but really trying to sauce it up and spice it up to look something like something new, right. something fierce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, his hair turns me on something fierce. Yeah. Um, it just slaps different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm skull fucking Sukes, man, it just slaps against his yeah, face different. Just different than that childless meat. Because you know you're. Your skull fucking him while he's upside down, head off the bed. Right. So that means my balls are clanging on his yeah. hair. Yeah, you know. And so it kind of it doesn't slap so much as like. Yeah, and at that point, <laughs> I make him have one of them elongated skulls right. for sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like the Beetlejuice thing, where yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> but it's your dick yeah. inside. <laughs> Which was in the Fuck. Tiger King meme where it was Joe Exotic with a pair of nuts on his face. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then you said new Estes method. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a weird kind of it's again it's cool, but it's a total throwaway thing because he's like so. Uh, where were the the where did the debris go? You know where did it end up? And he's like, eh, well, as far as I know, they don't tell me. But I mean, as far as I know, it's in a military installation somewhere. Yeah, and it's he's like a mayor in a town seventy to what <laughs> right. rates was it in the forties? So what's yes. that? Yeah, close to 70 years yeah. post this event happening. Right. Like, he's going to have any kind of knowledge right. of anything. The t- a town that exists because of that event exactly. for tourists. Yeah. And that's it. So, um, but. Uh, Where's the education? Right. <laughs> now, Sprague and everyone does constantly talk about, not necessarily in Roswell, but this fucking burger place by Area 51. It's in the town that's out by Area 51 okay. or whatever. Because there's that alien jerky spot too. That's different, but yeah, no, this, I know. This place I mean, is a burger place, and like yeah. 
the Hysteria 51 guys mentioned it. The fi- and like mm. four different podcasts are like, oh, and you got to go to that diner. That's the, whatever it's Smash called burgers. out there. It's the greatest burgers. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, Next Vegas trip. <laughs> uh, they do then talk about Major Jesse Marcel, who was the first soldier at the crash site and kind of ended up being the lead research research guy on the, on the mm-hmm. site um, after the crashes. And they have his grandson on the show for like one second. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like have this guy on more or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he talks about how his gramps would talk about the incident around the dinner table and whatever. So even though he was supposed to keep it classified – he wanted his family to be included because he basically was like, this is going to change humanity and I, I have to have my family know and whatever. But yeah. but his grandson also looked like kind of a, another dickhead used car salesman or something. Mm-hmm. He looked like a young George Norrie with a fucking right. Just for Men mustache. And, well, he had the goatee at them, but just the yeah, mustache. Just a touch but, of gray. But. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that uh, a, I guess one of the Just for Men products? Yes, is touch yeah. of gray. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it like, it obviously doesn't dye your hair gray. I think it yeah. just like, Dyes it black enough, but right. not all the way. Exactly. Yeah, so touch of gray. A little more realistic. Because the dumb commercials were like someone looking at someone with too too strong of dark hair, so they were mm. too young, and then someone with only gray hair, right. so they're too old. And the guy, touch of gray, yeah. he was that Goldilocks person oh, yeah. and was just right. That salt and pepper tiger. Um, but uh, anyway, um, his grandpa couldn't make any sense out of the debris. Um, he would like He laid the material out on the floor of their house. And it was basically like aluminum foil, but imagine if you crumpled up aluminum foil, it would perfectly bounce back to its original shape. So super right. light, super thin, but apparently super flexible and strong and and, and sturdy. Um, there's that famous picture of Major Marcel where he's holding, he's like squatted down, he's holding right, right. the material. That's what of, I use for today's story. Oh, nice. Um, of of that supposedly that metal, but his grandson confirms that is not the metal that he brought home. Uh, that is the weather balloon material. And he's like, now, if you notice, you know, my grandfather's not looking at the camera. He's looking off screen because someone's barking orders at him to hold that thing up. And he went along with it. So mm-hmm. um, all of this is really cool. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. I fully believe it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like where I'm sure it exists or something yeah. or if it does, someone's dug it up. But like his quote unquote deathbed confessional. Right. Of like what really happened that day. Like, yeah, it is that something that's out there? Exactly. Someone dug it up. Because didn't they have at um, Alien Con? Didn't they have a or, or was it an episode of Somewhere in the Skies? Didn't they have the granddaughter? Uh, oh, it was a live Somewhere in the Skies um, podcast episode where they had it was at, at the I think Dallas Alien Con or somewhere else. Okay, they had the granddaughter or daughter of another one of the soldiers at Roswell uh, too. So, okay. Um, and she was like, she seemed very nice, but also like very dramatic. And mm-hmm. my grandfather's story is one of something. And I don't know. It was very yeah. whatever. But um, but I apparently the, the generations of kids uh, are, are coming out about this, which right, is interesting. Right. So. Yeah, because I guess they aren't bound by law. Right. Right. In theory. Yeah. To piss. Yes. So do I. Ooh, that's really good. <laughs> yes. You can get them delivered. Mm. They have a thing where. That's really um, good. I don't think I've mix. ever had that. Oh, yeah, I haven't They're either, Australian but I, I've seen them posted a few times. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, either the drive-thru, because the, the delivery is like 20 bucks, so it's yeah. like if you can't make it, it's fine. But yeah. um, for those of you out there, I'm at least in California, yeah. I think I've seen some other states doing it. Yeah, uh, It's kind of Wild West, so you can get cocktails and beer and yeah. whatever wine delivered to your house. A lot of restaurants are dumping their wine at 50% off because yeah. they just can't Keep sell it. it. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Green Tree... Green Truck, Green Cheek Brewery, mm. 
is also now delivering. Yeah. Modern Times is delivering. Yep. Uh, Russian River Brewing is delivering. Yeah. Bottlelogic uh, not delivering, but doing uh, the pickup still. Doing an aggressive pickup with their food truck <laughs> yeah. outside. Um, but yeah, so Green Cheek, yeah, you can either get it delivered in state or it's right by us, so you can just drive through. Right. Did you say you got amount. delivered? No, 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 I didn't oh, do okay. the delivery. I just ran over there because I had a half an hour during the day to got like it. jam over there. I think I was there and back in in a half an hour. Yeah. So, because uh, I'm curious if the I can't seem to get a straight answer on if the beer is delivered in a cold truck or if it's warm. No, I think it's postal, so that's oh. why I wouldn't get hazies delivered. Mm, but like sucks. pilsners and pails yeah, yeah. and whatever, like those they would sell in the shelves forever. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, modern times so doing ideally, the duo of uh, crawlers, stout crawlers, and stuff again too. Yeah, and those, I mean, if they if they I don't know if they cold pack them. I know the cans; they're like literally taping together two case boxes right. and shipping it, so it's not really cold packed. Yeah. But even then, like thrilling, and people would trade hazies, and they came out fine. Yeah, you know, because uh, it's when it, within a day the weather's fine right, right. now. It's like the truck can only box. get so hot. Mm. It's not like summer, and it's you know sitting in some truck for two days across right. country or something. Or it's on a plane. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, I think getting, like, the Crowler Hazies, if you wanted, delivered is probably yeah. fine. It's not yeah. ideal, yeah. but uh, it's probably fine. Pretty chemically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we moved on to the next segment, which uh, they're making the point that Roswell wasn't the first extraterrestrial craft to crash land on Earth. So, I mean, that is kind of what this whole fucking show is about. Right. But uh, 1941, also in America, Cape Girardeau. Missouri, uh, this old reverend, an old preacher man, gets a call late at night about a crash um, where the victims need spiritual comfort. And what he finds is something that Medallion Man, William Henry, describes here. He has a amulet assertion. Yeah. <laughs> amulet assertion. <laughs> insertion? Yes. Assertion? There we go. Amulet insertion. There Because yeah. he's inserting yeah, his point. There, there we go. You just got to have the vowels connected there. Uh he probably thought he was needed at a car crash, but when he got there, there were three alien bodies. Tiny, big heads, big eyes, medically small mouths. He didn't yeah. say medically, wow. he just said yeah. small mouths. Uh, and then we get an immediate Wilcock trip after that insertion. <laughs> 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 she could still get Pop pregnant. Party. The pre-cum is actually more inseminated than the pure, raw, seminal <laughs> fluid. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had a chance to look inside the disc-shaped crafts and he found there were hieroglyphic-type inscriptions on the walls inside. The government told him, you are not to say a word about this to anyone, and all of this is classified. Um, so this is this reverend who, that's a really interesting, like, if this is true, yeah. then that is kind of, it's, it's cool because it's like there was no precedent, and it's like, well, we got to have this priest out here. It's, if it's a small town, especially if everyone's very, like, Christian religious, well, if these beings are dying, we have to get a priest out here to bless their bodies right, and right. souls and things like that, yeah, or they could yeah. go to hell. Um, but uh, which is like sounds very like quaint, just because it's the right. small town logic or whatever. But um, it's also still, it also is so quaint that I almost don't believe it though, because it's like the first people that the police and and military call is a reverend to come. Like I don't know, so. they want to be seen as communists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, because back when this happened, mm -hmm. there was no one nation under God in our Pledge of Allegiance, right. and I believe there also wasn't uh, in God We Trust printed on our money. Correct, yeah. So, 
Yeah, the the one one nation under God was some Irish priest. Yeah, there's like you can just read you know Wikipedia like or whatever. Mid fifties or some point. Yeah, in the yeah. 60s. He was like pissed off that God wasn't part of the. Well, um, a lot of it was just uh, battling communism uh-huh. and that having faith in the Christian God showed right. you weren't a communist. Exactly. And if you were a communist, then you didn't believe in any religion. So yes. all, all these people then yeah, were able to jump on this bandwagon, yeah. which back in the day, even our founding fathers, Congress said, oh, the president and all these people are not religious enough. So that's right. why you have like a Senate, a Congress, and like right. the president basically and mm-hmm. judicial and all that, or right, judicial wing. But anyways, they executive, even, legislative, and judicial. There you go. Yep. Uh, but they would complain that it wasn't Christian enough, and right. and that's been a thing forever. So this was their window to like really mm. jump on it, and like, oh yeah, see if 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 you don't believe in our religion, then you're a communist, and then right. it just turned this whole fucking thing because of the Cold War. Yep. So, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit too. Um, but this reverend's widow divulged his account um, of what actually happened there after his death in 1984. Uh, as did various police, sheriff, and fire brigade members. Fire yeah. brigade's more of a British term for firemen, but right. uh, I just thought of that and said it. But um, <laughs> I believe it, so I said it, so I thought it. <laughs> this is uh, this became known as the bombshell before Roswell. Mm. Um, just this real sexy yeah. voluptuous lady walk through and say, "It's gonna yeah. be an alien crash. It's gonna you blow wanna... you on your ass. <laughs> Look at my ass. I'll put you on the I grass." I'm ass with that. Shut up. <laughs> Do you want to play patty cake? You think this is easy? <laughs> um, I'm so breezy. Speaking of easy, love that Joker easy. Linda comes <laughs> um, and confirms. She goes, she goes, this was the first account of government retrieval of a craft, quote, from another world. Yeah. Began. So, um, uh, what was it called? Lake Corridoro. Cape Girardeau. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, was th- was technically the first we have reported. Mm-hmm. Now, if that was the first, there could be others too. But yeah. now I'm using a slippery slope argument. But uh, but it'd be interesting to see if there's anything earlier than that. Obviously, we did get earlier accounts, just not in America. Right. And 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 what's dumb is that this isn't. She should have qualified, or the show should have qualified in some way. This was all in America because, as right. we know, in the Black Forest in the mid early to mid 30s. The Nazis recovered right. a crash a UFO, style. right? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, Medallion Man uh, uh, in, has an amulet insertion again, and says the Cape Girardeau crash was a preparation for the Roswell crash, and the military learned an awful lot about how to handle these events and how to put a blanket of secrecy on events like these. So, saying that this was like they learned all their fucking, uh, uh, they worked out all the kinks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, during this, so. And that's where it ties back to Jager Hoover. Yes. <laughs> Him and all his little kinks. Jager Hoover. Crazy um, McCaw mom's out. Goodbye. Oh. Squawk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they list a bunch more sightings around uh, the country during the early 40s. And the, at least, because and of course, I was like, well, why Why now? Was it World War II? And they go, yeah. so why now do they all appear? And they immediately ask, was it World War II? And I said, Prob- probably. There was new weapons, new tech that no one had ever seen before around the world. Childress chimes in here and says, uh, a large portion of these UFO sightings have occurred in the decades during World War II and immediately afterwards. Uh, part of the theory is that because the U.S. had developed atomic weapons and used them on Japan and Hiroshima and Nagasaki and continued to test them, that the extraterrestrials were 
very concerned about this. And then Sooks explains the same exact thing. But basically they're saying this is the beginning of the theory that it's and, – and literally on uh, the Q&A – with Ryan Sprague tonight, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, a lot of people think that it was that first atomic uh, detonation right. that that somehow signaled aliens that they needed to watch us and be careful with us because yeah. we could destroy ourselves in other planets. The or alarm, and that's been in so many fucking movies. Yeah, it was the classic uh, Twilight Zone episode, um, which was. Uh, uh, well, I'm thinking. Of the, I thought of the to serve man one where they want to eat them. Right, uh, right. Or sorry, not Twilight Zone. It was the. Um, that shitty movie that uh, Keanu Reeves ended up starring in, where it was like not like not like the Man from Earth, but Johnny Demond. It's where the alien no. comes to Earth. No, Nobody knows why he's there well, and, and panics, well, and it's because he's in it. But he's that's also a remake of a super classic movie, which right? Right. Is, right. Uh, yeah. The day the, stu- stu- the Earth stood sure, still. Sure. Was it that one? Because then what's the Tom Cruise one, which is about... War of the, the Worlds. Yeah, because yes. those both came out at a yes. similar time. <laughs> exactly. Even though they're both remakes of... Right, very right. It was like a very movies. Dante's Peak uh, volcano thing. Exactly. <laughs> synchronicity! <laughs> mess up. Uh, synchronicity! That's yeah. Tommy Lee Jones ca- uh, calling out the synchronicity. Hey, I'm the mayor of this synchronicity city. <laughs> And if you're going to step right. into my town, Buster, right. you're going to have your ass to speak for. Welcome to Synchronous City, where there's two <laughs> of everything and then some if you got the cashola, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All uh, uh, robots in West. That's like a very 90s slash 70s sci-fi. Movie. Right, right. Which is Westworld. Um, yeah. Um, have you been watching season three of Westworld? I have not. Mm. Have you? Uh-uh. Have you watched? I dab not and dare not. No, we watched the first two seasons. Okay. But it's yeah. been like a year and a half since the last one was on. So. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> <laughs> you conflated those two. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Well. That's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they ask, you know, where's the fucking, where's the fucking wreckage, okay, yeah. of Roswell? And unlike the mayor uh, of Roswell, it's apparently in Groom Lake, Nevada, at the yeah. S four site area well, fifty one. Baby, face was. and the CIA, oh yeah, they talked about it. yeah. The CIA acknowledges um, Area fifty one's existence officially in twenty thirteen, but for sixty seventy years, people like knew it was true. They just never acknowledged yeah. it, which is that's a cool point. That you know, again, it's not it's kind of commonplace now in the past seven years, but. It's one of those things where it's like, well, the government did cover up an entire huge branch of their research and development yeah. facilities in the world. Will Smith knew about for it. For decades, right. Uh, he said, welcome to Earth yeah, Fifth yeah, Warmth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a firework for your ass. <laughs> I am the prince. Prince of this town. That's what he taught Randy Quaid to say when he yeah. blows up the mothership. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, boys. I got a firecracker for your ass. Firework for your ass. (laughs) Cigars, cigarettes, peanuts. Um, But, uh, and the alien's like, does he want us to look at his penis? Yeah. (laughs) Dear God. Why is that man inserting himself violently into a ship? (laughs) He must have an amulet or something. (laughs) Um, But, uh, this guy, Stanton Friedman, is on, and he is mentioned constantly by. Ryan Sprague, the Hysteria 51 guys, Greg and Dana Newkirk. Like, Stan Freeman is a nuclear physicist that's huge in the UFOlogy world as mm-hmm. well. And kind of like um, Russell Targ that we that we did our Patreon campaign Which, episode on. for all you fans out there mm-hmm. who want some more bonus content, mm-hmm. I think Wednesday, Joey and I are going to try and do some Russell Targ-type shit. Oh, yeah. Remote viewing. 
Well, I don't know if it's remote. Some, some something along. Oh, the we're line gonna of... find the TV remotes. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hide the TV remotes somewhere in the house with the other yeah. person with this new Manta sleep mask on. There it is, and uh, and a spirit box on, which yeah. is totally separate. Yeah. And then... we're gonna do maybe remote viewing, but you need someone else involved. Mm-hmm. So we might in the target, as they would say. But they they the also said target. we could just try yeah. and read each other's minds. Oh, okay, right? Because yeah, remember yeah. he was like, oh, they would draw shapes, and then oh yeah, you yeah. would put You're in right. an envelope, and then I would draw what I thought you oh, drew because you good. have to think really hard right, right. about an image, and then I draw that right. or vice versa. Right. Everything we draw is just tits <laughs> and ass. <laughs> right, right. Just a big old yeah, yeah. catch rags, catch rags. Wilcock with a giant forehead right. with a huge boner, right. but or maybe he has a tiny one. Right. I don't know, but he's got a big spray. Or maybe he has an Italian one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Stan Freeman's on here, and um, he and George Norrie basically are just on to confirm that, well, of course, the Area 51 existed and they've been hiding it. So, what else are they hiding? And, and Norrie has a story here, and he goes, There's oh. no shit. Sorry, sorry. Bobandy said, Remote view me. And I'm like, That oh. actually is pretty good. We could, yeah. We could put Down you as here a target. In Miami. And then you could personally, I am me mm-hmm. and i could have joey mm-hmm. try and remote view use like a yeah. picture of what's going on where you are yeah so that way joey can focus in that's and then idea. i can look at that picture and yeah. see how how well we did okay but that's actually a really good idea i don't know if you're joking bo bandy but yeah. that works um but he says uh nori says there's no question in my mind that area 51 has been a secret government base for all kinds of things and i'm just like yes george we've known that for a fact since 2013 what like it's just it's funny that they put him on this show, but I I guess just in the world he's kind of a celebrity, so they just like whatever. Again, George, he's a catch all kind of paranormal, right. he's a catch rag kind of yeah. guy. <laughs> he's a puddle invader. Right. Um, excuse me. And then they ask the question: Is the proof of the existence of the Roswell aliens and others in our technological advancements in the last yeah. seventy years? Yeah. They uh, talk about Colonel Philip J. Corzo, Mr. Corzo, which is Johnny Depp's character from the Ninth Gate, right? Uh, which I should watch again. But um, is that uh, the one where it's like the hell? Yes, the it's hell. Like, is that that one with the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, that one has like some twists and turns in it. It does, right? yeah. And then, but the lady that says Mr. Corzo, she is in a wheelchair, and I, mean, I always remember when she dies, she's just her power chair is just like. Like yeah, just like banging against right, right. Because the then her whole the house room. catches on fire yeah, or something, yeah. right? Yeah, that and movie the, is like it is pretty very gnarly. weird and very. Because then the chick that he can be yeah. the chick that ends up helping well, well, him. Spoiler alert! Spoiler oh, alert! Three, two, one. <laughs> spoiler alert! The chick that ends up helping him is actually part of the ritual to open up the ninth no, gate by fucking him or something. Devil. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always remember she's like banging him. Because she like walk. Because they like hold his hand and like walk into the final gate of hell or whatever. Right. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, he has been looking for this for his entire life, and I guess right. he found it or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but Manny says, let's do it. So. All right. Um, bu- 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 oh, Colonel J- uh, Philip J. Corzo published, he was one of the guys on the scene, publishes his book, The Day After Roswell, in 1997 on the 50th anniversary of the crash. So um, Richard Dolan you know, explains who he is. He's like, he claimed he had key access to ET technology from the Roswell crash. So um, he's one of the first guys before Bob Lazar even to say, or no, actually, sorry, after Bob Lazar, to con- to corroborate and say, yes, the government is holding alien technology recovered from that crash and possibly others. And some of it still works. Some of it has been reverse engineered into things. 
and there are also aliens working, helping the government working on shit. So um, Nick Pope is on it. He explains more that um, the goal from the government was to figure out some of this tech by handing it to these big tech corporations. Right. Um, because they had like some of the smartest people and whatever. And so, uh, and it was all under the guise of, hey, we, we discovered, we procured some of this new foreign technology. And uh, one of the, uh, it was like IBM and a handful of other these companies that are now these huge companies were some of these early companies to experiment on what is supposedly this advanced alien technology right. and figure out how it works and apply it to consumer technology or even military technology. Um, and then we get fucking Michael Sala, the fucking eyeball freak from New Zealand or wherever on here again, who I'm like, he, he says the same exact thing and he, every time he's been on the show now, it sounds like he's just reading from either his book or a book. Right. Well, what actually happened was that this guy <laughs> went over here on this date, and then this happened. Like he, he brings yeah. nothing to the table. I don't know why they had him have yeah. him on. I get the f- sense that he asked to be on this show, not that they asked him. Well, kind of thing, but yeah, I don't know. How not that as works, not as a real yeah, not as yeah. a real thing, but more that he seems like kind of a loser in this right. whole thing. I <laughs> could bring something to the party. <laughs> and he is Wilcock and Corey Good's guy too, oh, yeah. which also makes me not trust him. Because does he hang out at that place where they just like view out in a park or something like that? No, that's a different. Oh, that Australian was different. But guy. he was on the same. He was on the Cosmic Secret right, right, where right, they showed right, a lot of that. Right. But um, but uh, yes, also <laughs> that was also an Australian guy. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, among multiple but other people, up in but, Oregon or something. Yeah, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, we get a Sukler here, and he says. The reason that IBM flourished after the Roswell crash was because they just happened to be at the right place at the right time to be given the assignment to reverse engineer some of these things. So saying that IBM, the computer company, yeah. was built on alien, basically built on alien technology. Hey, IBM once, maybe twice a day. Yeah. And, and that's how you're healthy, okay? Yeah, depends on your diet. Uh, Dr. Drew always said... Um, it's firm. Uh, always said, basically... Within reason, the more you poop, the better it is. Right, so. right. Because uh, sometimes you get those pilers, and it's just just so satisfying, you know. But you don't always get those. Define a pilot for the audience. So a piler is what my wrestling coach he deemed that term. <laughs> of course, was and this the was the wrestling coach or football coach the one that brought you to the strip clubs? Uh, clubs. <laughs> we went once after our final like season as seniors, mm. but that was football. Uh, okay. No, this was wrestling coach and uh, <laughs> uh, Bo Bandy's obsessed with Matt because he was asking where he was earlier and he oh, yeah. referred to him as something else, which I can't remember. Yep. And he said, holy shit, Kamish just walked behind you. <laughs> like the commissioner? The commish, or? the show, the commish, which is the same oh. guy that starred in The Shield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, The Shield commishes. Slicing up some tri-tip right now. Well, as he should. He's uh, he's provided some of this meat. Yeah, we are in a, a smokehouse Ugh. if we've ever been in one. We got pork belly. We've got tri-tip. We've got <laughs> Sorry, chicken. I am wrong. But. They the commish is not the same guy, but they look almost identical. Oh, okay. Uh, the commish starred. Uh, it's an American comedy drama television series. Oh, he called him Will Sasso. That's sort of what yeah. <laughs> uh, or no, it is it is the same guy. Michael Chiklis starred both. Um, so this is so Matt will be Matthew Chickless. Also now. the thing. Yes, absolutely right. Um, um, but anyway, so yes, Pyler, <laughs> which I remember back to the importance. Thing. I remember seeing in a very aggressive Pyler as a wrestler 
at the uh, did it snarl at you when you entered the it, booth? It did. Yeah. Uh, when I was why can't I? What's the where you go poop in the bathroom? The, the stall. Toilet. The stall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the booths. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, hanging out at the booths. Yeah. I was at a tournament in Big Bear, California, mm-hmm. which I won. Beautiful, so I was technically king of the mountain, oh, gold yeah. medal, undefeated, pinned my way to the win. Now, how'd you deal with the altitude sickness up there? I was actually okay. I mean, mm. I got first place, so mm. obviously mm. I crushed. Pinned everyone within the first or second period. Mm. but Because uh, you were wrestling girls. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as I should. Uh-huh. Uh, I was identifying as Someone's got to show them their place on the wrestling mat. Yeah. Uh, this piler was so aggressive, it was going beyond the toilet seat. So a piler is one where the, the matter goes above the water. So he would not to be confused with a Matterhorn ship. Yes, exactly. Uh, so a piler, he would say, but the tip can go up above the water. Exactly. To where your mess goes above the water. Right. Uh, so we'd refer to that as a piler and that certain toilets are tougher. Because it piled up. are easier to have a piler. Oh Yeah. Because you have a real deep European style toilet oh, at your house. Oh, my here. personal one here. If you yeah. can get a piler, then <laughs> you got problems. You're in some shape. Hashtag <laughs> uh, piler problem. But but I remember still <laughs> distinctly to this day because distinctly. that tur- distinctly it was <laughs> unintentional. Uh-huh. Uh, leaving because we were driving home and it's like a two hour ish drive. I'm like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Go in and wrestlers are always shitting. Like like hmm. to Bobandy just said to make weight or they're yeah. just stressing out throughout the day because you're moving right. and whatever but like for whatever reason the sh- the bathrooms are always fucked yeah. at a wrestling tournament so right before yeah. sorry we're about to leave i'm in a, a fit of glory i had yeah. just won the tournament i was like oh, i gotta go to the bathroom is that an outfit of glory yes it was it's like a special winner's it. outfit yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i had the shawl i was yeah. you know my Sash. prettiest dress <laughs> uh but anyways i'm like oh, i'll go to the bathroom i kind of need to maybe go to the real bathroom not just a standard uh not the little play school house in the back exactly there. i think that's the guy that owns the high school venues yeah kids or it was a puddle party out there yeah. i didn't want to deal with that uh but i went into the stall and i looked and it was literally above the toilet seat so oh. someone had to be standing oh. above the toilet seat taking yeah. a shit yeah they're doing a seat squat. and it like it probably wasn't their personal piler. It probably was just clogged because uh, that would happen a lot because people just uh, take these big shits. So someone had shit upon a shit upon a shit, and it like built up over the toilet right. seat. And I was like, this is fucked. I just took a pee, yeah. and we got the hell out that of it. That might have been fourth or fifth dimensionally. You might have been perceiving it that dimension, yeah. dump mention. I mean, <laughs> it was an Inception-style right. dump, whereas a yeah. dump within a dump within yeah, yeah. a dump. So. Uh, you were in the Tesseract. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I, it was murfed out. <laughs> I got to poop, Murph. Yeah, there was all kinds of Get Murph. Me the TP, Murph. All kinds of fucking Murph ghosts <laughs> and dead spirits. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that was the most aggressive Tyler I've ever done. Instead of a bookshelf, yeah, she, she has a bathroom in her room and he's yeah. just communicating through shit in the toilet. Yeah, just pushing it sideways. And, yeah. Nobody piles like my dad did. Yeah. And just bubbles. <laughs> oh, look, the bubbles are Morse code, which is coming up through the fermented gas. Right. Wait, is this Steve's new hot sauce fermenting <laughs> yeah. bowl right in, here? Inside here? It's going to end up a shit anyway. Yeah, so. well. Shit's a shit. <laughs> right. But the fermentation kills all the shit germs, so you're In fine. In theory. Yeah, but keeps the flavor. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're just taking... You should have put googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you're just putting 
gallons of Tabasco, like normal Tabasco sauce, yeah. feeding it to people, force feeding it to people, having them shit and just bottle it, fermenting and bottling that. that. Yeah, exactly. It's our <laughs> fermented faith. It's like the coffee beans that come out of that exotic cat that shits uh, uh, in South America or whatever, right? Or monkey uh, or something. No, I think it's in Madagascar and I think it's a lemur actually that oh, does okay. it. But I could be totally wrong. It could be a South primate. America. It could but be yeah, all those some things, animal poop some where they get does, the coffee yeah, bean Because their enzymes processed. break it down right. to where then it comes out. Break it yeah. down. Oh, supposedly, here's some highlights here from this reverse engineering. Supposedly, night vision tech came from the eye of one of the alien pilots. Kevlar came from alien spacesuits. Um, also, is it you or my wife that knows the person whose family invented Kevlar? Is that you or I know uh, somebody that doesn't invent Kevlar? Like my dad's friends because they were all the mo- like the crazy like drag racer guys yeah. like yeah. one guy invented the fire suit basically or mm. helped invent that and then another guy invented like the whole thing with like parachutes on cars right. and all that kind of I stuff i think it's so. i think it's my wife's like friend of a friend i mean the way her father's tied into yeah. i would assume some Kevlar. co-worker i think that there i'll have to ask her about this but um because that's a brand name exactly yes um but uh and then integrated that came from alien spacesuits kevlar right integrated circuit boards were developed Kevin! by by <laughs> By looking at the alien spacecraft's control panels. So uh, Nora makes the same point. But you could also argue that it, either it was that and also likely a blend of the war machine happening right then during mm-hmm. World War II. Right. It could have also just been the war. Yeah. But then you could also argue, well, if the Nazis are the ones that started with their own alien tech. Right. Then to keep up with them, they would have the Americans or you know the Allies would have had to develop gnarly shit on their own. Or if they had their own alien tech, I guess. But right. Well, and they also take over all these German scientists who were after know, the war. Yeah. Well, after, but even before, yeah. like Einstein was like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Yeah, and came yeah. Over here, like, right. Who knows what they were working on that they like? True. Smuggled or, <coughs> you know, immigrated over here, right. To sneak out of there. Um, they have uh, Hellier, the Canadian Secretary of Defense, on. He confirms that he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to see documents, and yeah. it's all true, and whatever." Um, he's on a couple times, but he kind of. There's no real point for him in this episode. Um, seems very crotchety and angry in this episode too. Also, this guy John Lear, a retired CIA pilot, is on a couple times. That guy seems like a, he's about to die of cirrhosis of the like. He seems mm. like a, has he's had a horrible alcoholic middle Rough age life. life. Yeah. Um, his eyes are fucking bloodshot and teary the whole time, and his skin's just kind of pink and puffy. He's not fat. He's like pink and puffy. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. But uh, but he claims that the Cold War in the entirety of the Cold War war was <laughs> Cold War um, was a ruse. Basically, it was a fake war that was mutually agreed upon by Russia and America, right? To literally for the sole purpose of distracting people from the UFO phenomena that was starting to happen after the war, right? So that's a pretty big fucking claim. Yeah. Um, but uh, because well, ba- that, there's been ones where it's like, God, I was watching something. I, I'm getting all confused with all the content yeah. that we've been consuming. Content, content. Um, but some people are like, yeah, the Cold War. You know these these corporations. They don't know, or maybe it was the who's the Blink One Eighty Two guy, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. I, maybe I was re-listening to the Joe Rogan thing, but mm. it's basically like, oh yeah, the Which Cold you listen War. Listen to on the way home from contact contact exactly. in the desert. Uh, but the Cold War was like run by these two countries, but imagine two big corporations where right. the corporations are going to have the people actually doing shit. Right. So they're going to do other stuff. So yeah. maybe the Cold War was like, 
Yeah, on the surface level, U.S. and Russia thought they were battling each other, but on the sub level, yeah. these two governments were actually working together because it was these certain, and... yeah, uh, <laughs> certain types yeah. of uh, agencies and government or departments, sorry, right. actually uh, pulling the strings are actually doing this stuff, and they're working together to right. do this to then put this whole facade on. Yeah, and I mean, and that is a pretty scary thought. It's also not out of the realm of possibility. Like, it's actually pretty believable with how 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 if if area 51 was held secret for 70 fucking years then what yeah, else was yeah, you know yeah. so um but uh, but of course uh childers chimes in here and explains this further and he says uh he doesn't really explain anything he there's a lot of every time he chimes in he kind of just goes so you have to wonder what was happening there <laughs> it's just, yeah. he says he says basically what clotworthy and the narrator and then other people say and then he's like so what was up with that you know um but he he chimes in here and says apparently during the gold war with the russians we had a a joint military base at the South Pole, and we had a joint space base with the Russians too. And uh, so you have to ask, what was going on there? <laughs> She's yeah. like, "What's the deal <laughs> with all these <laughs> with things? my helicopter pilot?" Um, and then we get a pointless Nori story again. I think governments all around the world are hiding evidence of UFO crashes. It's like, yeah, you just said the same yeah, fucking boring thing before nori. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> a Nori boring. Um, and uh, and I and I wrote. I don't think a single person watching this show disagrees with you, George. Like, I don't think the biggest skeptics to the fucking yeah. biggest fucking Kool-Aid drinkers, like, they all say, yes, governments are hiding things yeah. in addition to UFO crashes and whatever, too. So, And Will Sasso <laughs> loves Kool-Aid over yeah. that. <laughs> and I wrote, softball statements from a man with soft, soft balls. Exactly. Um, but uh, Grove Snakes here and says oh. they haven't been around because they are essential as fuck. Oh, so wow. I think those essential workers are oh. overworking. Now. He's supplying semen to all the young hungry boys and girls at the cum shack. <laughs> um, the next thing it is asking, was there a Russian Roswell? And in 1948, apparently there was, uh, at uh, Kapusten Yar, Air Force Base. Yar. Uh, yeah, it's a pirate base. Um, there or was a, General Yar, who was from that <laughs> crazy planet. <laughs> uh, there was erratic blips on the radar, and then a Soviet MiG um, made very popular in Top Gun. They talked about MiGs all right, the time. Right, right. Um, MiGs being a Soviet jet, exactly. um, where we would call it like an F-18 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, they encountered a UFO in the air above the base, and we get a Wilcock drip here to explain. He says... They engage in a three-minute dogfight. Woof, 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 growl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ding Dong Bundy laughed over exactly. there. Exactly. Ding Dong um, The jet was able to fire off a missile at the UFO, and the missile apparently hit the craft, but just as the craft hit the MiG with a blinding flash of light that caused the MiG's missile to crash into the ground. So... Um, and they're recreating it in very History Channel yeah. style thing, where it's it just looks like the fucking pilot goes into a fucking psychedelic trip, zoned out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, disco trip, um, and they have like pharmacopoeia style trip, <laughs> and then they have like very elaborate CG of the missile hitting the ground. It's like, yeah, we didn't even need you to illustrate this, like it's fine, but um, it makes you wonder how who makes it's got to be someone at Prometheus Entertainment making those decisions on. Oh yeah, we got to add the dramatic dogfight in right, there or whatever right. too. History um, Channel, you've got some old ass footage we can just glom yeah, on. Yeah, to. exactly. Um, he continues that the same. This is Wilcock saying that the same formula happens all over the world. Artifacts are recovered from crashes. Um, they're put in secret loca government locations to study the tech or any bodies, biology, whatever. They're analyzed and then utilized without the public's knowledge. 
Uh, and that's what's still going on today. Yeah. So um, I also made the point where I was like, there's lots of Russia shit this season, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a lot. Right. And I'm like, this was 2016. So I was like wondering if there's a weird coincidence that with like Trump's love fest with Putin at the time and like, you know, because he was still getting yeah. elected and everything, but right. still like all the fucking Russia shit was happening then. I guess 2017 was bigger, but um, I'm just, I was just curious, like why 2016 was all the Russia talk happening? Mm-hmm. But but then it makes you wonder if um, Kevin Burns, not to be confused with Ken, uh, Ken, Ken Burns, Burns. Yeah. the documentarian, Kevin Burns, the executive producer of Ancient Aliens, He's just like a big classic Hollywood dude, and I'm and and as we said, uh, AlienCon 2018. He's like, I got an idea. Let's do an episode about that, and they figure right. it out from there. Yeah. So someone throws out a little nugget, and they're like, whole episode, nugget, right? Whole episode. So yeah. if Russia was in the news a lot, maybe they would just you know they they figured to focus on that, and it would be uh, in the zeitgeist. People, more people would watch it or something. But um, Russian tech apparently also grew exponentially after. Uh, Capustin Yar. Um, recon missions were sent over Capustin Yar to take pictures, and they did find these strange glit, like geoglyphs in the ground, kind of Nazca line style. Yeah. And Wilcock drips about, do we see sign, somebody uh, sign off? Bobandy says, like I tell Mrs. Bobandy, I am pulling out now. <laughs> Have a good night and keep your distance. <laughs> um, we get a Wilcock drip here, and he says, now, they look similar to what we see in crop circles and in certain ancient landforms visible on Earth. So there clearly appears to be an attempt to communicate with extraterrestrials here. Hey, X, X marks the spot. Come come here, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yum, yum. Um, Daddy's here. Also, like, if the tech was given to them by aliens, you'd think that they would be saying, hey, we used your tech. And yeah. I don't know. But um, the tech pictures- decks were really big. Oh, yeah. The All You were just talking about boards. that with yeah. Dorsh Corner, right? I uh, could have been, yeah. Mastered? De- oh, you were just talking with X-Men cards today. X-Men cards, not yeah. tech decks, yeah. Um, but uh, for... The masterpiece for, for riveting deck work, uh, you can go to our twitch.tv slash probingagentalians, which you might be on here tonight, but um, where you can see uh, a two-and-a-half-hour closet knowledge episode where Steve teaches me how to play Magic the Gathering for the first yeah. time, so... Um, but uh, it was very interesting. I just don't know how entertaining it was. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't know uh, what on the other side of that. Yeah, uh, but I think Travis Travis Wiseman, I think, commented and said, hey, thanks for, I don't want to play, but thanks for making something that shows the basic flow of the game, yeah. which you cannot find anywhere. Right, like, right, right. I've even tried to watch YouTube videos, and it's like, this is a you know the, the first in a seven fucking episode series of whatever, but right, now right. I believe why yeah, <laughs> you have you to do that. To, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Medallion Man says this, he says the exact same thing. William Henry here. Uh, they list off an Aussie base at Pine Gap, Pine Gap, um, and uh, and in there's there's one in China uh, yeah. where there's lots of runways. China. Uh, I gotta find that. Their, song. Runway, their <laughs> runways are smaller than our runways, but nonetheless, yeah. they're there. We don't know why they're there. Uh, and then in England, a place called Rudlow Manor. These are all basically other countries, Area 51s. Right. And uh, that this isn't exclusive to the U.S. and New Mexico. Um, this is also kind of a weird episode because this is kind of government conspiracy UFOlogy 101 shit, you know? It's, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this should have been like a season opener or something like that, mm-hmm, where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, let's get new people in or whatever. But uh, Childress chimes in again here. He says, you kind of have to wonder, which is, he doesn't usually start off right. like this. Kinda. You kind of have to wonder if the extraterrestrials realize that conflict throughout our planet does help us develop better aerospace and other technology. Uh, so it seems that these extraterrestrials are purposely trying to advance us forward. And this is a fucking weird 
claim here. What he is saying is these crashes are planned by aliens right. to <laughs> slowly, slowly, but surely give us little pieces of new tech Just to, to figure out. Yeah. Yes. And it's and I'm like, A, why that's again, that's a very overblown plan. Right. If they have the technology that you say they are in this ep- they do in this episode, why couldn't they just fucking bury something discreetly and make a signal that they knew some fucking radar would pick up or whatever? Why couldn't they just anonymously deliver something to some you know what I mean? Like why would they have to sacrifice so their dramatic. own craft and maybe even living things, depending on if right. you believe the Greys are androids or whatever? But right. like, why would they s- sacrifice so much <laughs> yeah. just to fucking crash land things so that we could pick up chunk burning chunks of it right. to figure it out? It's it's a very it's kind of like the Anunnaki. Uh, we have to manufacture a new living being to mine gold for us. It seems very right. excessive. So. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, John Lear, the CIA pilot guy, he says a lot of this tech is still too advanced for us to unpack 100%. And we're just kind of getting bits and pieces of it and everything as we're reverse engineering it. And it's mostly because the materials themselves aren't all available on this planet. Right. So um, uh, Paul Hellyer, the former Canadian Ministry of, Minister of Defense, says it was bullshit that when the Cold War ended that the truth embargo was not lifted as well. Right. Basically said once that once Reagan and Gorbachev signed that, all the fucking information should have been released, but it, of course, was not. So yeah. uh, they then talk about in the next segment a new metal element being created in 2013 Ging, in Ging, Sweden. Ging. Yeah. <laughs> a new genre of metal. Um, and it was called Unimpentium, um, unlike Unobtainium, which is yeah. a real thing, I guess, too. But uh, this is the which mysterious is from Avatar. Or something like that. I think yeah. was the one. Yeah. Um, but uh, hard to find But I think it's a real one. thing. No. Oh, um, but this is uh, uh, an impentium. Um, <laughs> Intel inside. Uh, remember Dude, when everything Nadell. Me- yeah. Remember when everything was like the Pentium One, the yeah. Pentium Two, the Pentium Quad oh, Core, hackers. The Pentium oh, this. what are you running a Pentium bus yeah. and blah blah blah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is all about this metal, but also element one fifteen. Yeah. Um, which is big in the Bob Lazar and Tom DeLonge. Robert. Yes. Um, but this new metal was created through nuclear fusion. Or sorry, Element 115 was created through nuclear fusion. Um, it's called Element 115 because it's the 115th element on the periodic table. Yay. And it's similar to plutonium. Uh, it was used in rocket fuel experiments. Well, and the numbers are associated with the amount, like it's a weight. weight. Yes, yeah. the electron so it weight, this I many electrons protons or something right. along that so if yeah. it has this many it's this if it has right. that many it's that so uh and it wasn't found naturally anywhere right it wasn't believed to exist anywhere right but good old robert sorry yes i don't want to jump no it's fine here, yeah Ro- roberto lazar uh came in with his fancy glasses on tv yeah. in the 80s and 90s no he came and uh he came yeah. on those uh outside puddles <laughs> And he, uh, they show a clip from 93 uh, on the news, and he's like, you know, out in S4, there's, you know, uh, at least nine alien crafts, and uh, at least one of them I know of to be working. S4 is the the site, the even more secret site 15 miles south right. of um, Area 51. Yeah, because Bob Lazar kind of broke the, the, the mold or broke the whatever intel on Area 51, right. but also Hume Lake. Right. 
which he, that's he's like Groom oh, Lake or Groom Lake. Yeah. He's like that. That's where all the action is. Don't right. even go to Area Fifty One. It's yeah. this lake. Go here at this time. Exactly. You're gonna see wacky shit, which people did and did see wacky shit. Yeah. And because he was an employer, yeah, <clears throat> was even gnarlier yeah. than that. That's where supposedly the actual alien tech and bodies were found. Right. Um, and so, uh, but Element 15, 115 is apparently what fuels these crafts. Right. And, um, and apparently it is, it creates anti-gra- the anti-gravity effect of the mm-hmm. engines of the craft. So Michael Sala, again, is on yeah. here to say nothing. He's, he needs to get the fuck off the show. Deacon Sola. Um, yeah. uh, Michael Denon is talking about that new metal that they created. Mm-hmm. He's the UCI physics professor. Um, and he's like, it's great because most metals, when they get really hot, they get brittle, but this actually gets soft and stays soft and pliable and whatever. Um, so great for space travel and strength and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so then they ask, could this have been the Roswell metal that the major, right. whatever his name was, brought home and crumpled up? Um, Stan Freeman comes on again and confirms that the metal at Roswell was extremely lightweight and strong, just like this new metal. And we get a Wilcock trip here. He says... We are now going to be able to engineer materials at the molecular level like this metal. Uh, and this does appear to be the fruits of a long-term reverse engineering program where those technologies were being brought into the corporate sector and becoming something that we all now take for granted. So, um, un, you know, peeling back the layers that pretty much all of our technology started off as alien, Nazi alien, mm-hmm. super secret tech for military right. and whatever that was adapted into something that we could utilize, absorb, and we just like it so much that we don't really ever ask the questions of where it came yeah, from. Yeah. So um, Paul Hellyer is on to complain again about the U.S.'s uh, secrecy, and I'm like, but he was the Canadian prime minister, and I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't really know what that means to be the Canadian secretary, not prime minister, secretary of defense, yeah. right? Like, they weren't, I mean, they were in wars and stuff. I don't want to be a dick to our Canadian listeners, Dusty, or anything, but... Um, I don't know. No, but I mean, I think they have a military and, and their own yeah. shit to clean yeah. up. Hey, riding a bunch of attack mooses around, shit just like that. chugging syrup. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, they have a lot I'm of- all charged up, eh? Okay, I'm going to fight some Nazis. <laughs> Are you Irish? <laughs> There's kind of a bit of crossover there, especially yeah. down here in Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> for lack of a better way Uh-oh. of comparing it- <laughs> Hard can- R. Canada is basically like- our Russia, our great Siberia. Yeah. Right? Like, it's this huge space, yeah. not very populated. So. Great white north. <laughs> but white. Who, uh, who, who knows, you know, what kind of shit's falling out down there that they right. then have to cover up and deal with. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's so much like the uh, yeah. open there's, space. There's so much open space, yes. Yeah. Um, George Norrie and William Henry doubled down on the whole, like, breadcrumb trail theory that they're, oh, they're they're are leading little fucking tidbits for us to find and whatever and um i think that's kind of dumb i i don't technically agree with that but at the same time that could explain why we've always asked the question like why would these craft even crash if they're so sophisticated and basically fly themselves and whatever um which i to their point if it was planned to crash then that would explain that, right? So, because they want it to happen. So, um, the last segment here starts off with uh, this old guy, Boyd Bushman, who was a senior scientist at Lockheed Martin in 2014, or as late as 2014, he died. Um, and he made this confession video before his death to only be played after his death. And he said that he's like, he's like, I'm Boyd Bushman, I'm a senior scientist, at Lockheed Martin. I have 27 patents, and uh, while I work there, and I 
changed the world several times over my career. And uh, they don't say what those things were. Mm-hmm. I guess you can go find the video and whatever, see it yourself. But um, but he explains that, that these three particular elements, I can't remember, it's like palladium and this and something else, um, that's what the anti-grav tech was powered by. And I made the point that on Ancient Aliens, they constantly fucking claim that aliens used rocket ships to get around our planet. Yeah. But here... They're using, this is one of the many examples that they have somebody on, either they're one of their own theorists, or this is a fucking guy that was like in the shit and says, no, it was anti-grav tech. It wasn't fucking rocket fuel. Right. So um, he shows, he has pictures of aliens that work in the facility. It's literally, he's like, right. Like, like men in old, black style. Yeah, yeah, like fully men in black style. They, Misa Gowanda, hey, Gowanda, got a Marlboro sign. Uh, <laughs> Because you're smoking cigarettes the right. whole time. Um, you also kind of sound like Jar Jar back exactly. there, too. But well, yeah, Misa. It's, it's all always the with the Misa. <laughs> <laughs> I say Misa in my own personal daily life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just part of the vernacular yeah. now. Um, but uh, there are 18 alien staff members, apparently, that exist and operate in there right. uh, who are helping them reverse engineer shit, which then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if you guys. Have the aliens there? Because they're asking if this video is a hoax or whatever. And I'm like, it's not really likely because he just doesn't... He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Right. And uh, he doesn't seem like a fucking narcissist or something like that. I don't know. But regardless, if you if you had the aliens themselves helping you reverse... like, And not even reverse at that point because they're yeah. just engineering it. They're the ones that can just go, okay, go get these elements... Okay, we have to make a couple Here's of these in the nuclear it, reactor. How to synthesize it. We do, it's to, like, yeah. why would it take so long? <laughs> like, you got the fucking primary sources right there. It's very yeah. strange. But um, did you, did you, like, did you okay. think those pictures were fake or real? The it's UFOs? probably all fake. but I would um, assume. I mean, I just said it wasn't, but I don't know. I mean, I, also, who knows? He never said he worked alongside those aliens, too. Maybe right, he was right. in another part where they weren't there. I don't know. Yeah. But. but it's kind of like, it's not like me and Joey getting zapped to some planet. They're like... Oh, Earth is so evolved. You look it's a so bunch of chammy. Angela Whites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I don't know how to make rocket fuel. Right. It exists in my in our world. But True. I don't know how to make it. But I'm saying we're not the ones getting zapped there. Right. right? And like, you would you would think that the ones chosen that. to get sent exactly. would know would know enough of something. Right. Yeah. And if one of those craft is still operating, you better believe they have fucking computer and all the shit that has information yeah. and settings and all this kind of stuff on there. So, um, Linda. I uh, love that Joker Linda Moulton Howe is on again, and she goes, people have to be aware that the 21st century is being built on extraterrestrial technology. And that's cool. I mean, it's a cool it, – it, it's true, I would yeah. think. But also, the 20th century was built on that technology, too. Right, right. Um, buh, 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 buh. I think that they think of her as like an elite – get like like oh man linda howe's on the show or something well, because she has such a history as a right. journalist right. in the paranormal she just never says much interesting stuff because it's all in the story she already wrote you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i don't know but um Sooks repeats the fallacy now here at the end where um the last 70 years of technological advancement are just too fast and you can't just explain um through normal technological evolution whatever that right. is how we just got so fast but it's like but then it's like there's that tipping point though too like all things being equal you could also just hit a tipping point and then it fucking exponentially grows too right especially with 
digitizing tech, digital, yeah, digital. like technology and things <laughs> like that. It doesn't uh, it doesn't have to only be alien tech as like the missing link. Well, just the paradigm joke, right? shifts, right? That happen right. where it's like, oh, World War One yeah. saw this crazy war and changed the mindset of how we have war. So by right. World War Two, yeah. The aircraft are totally different. Right. The tanks are totally 16, different. 17 years later. All yeah. the guns, right. totally different. Right. Um, just crazy, crazy leaps. Yeah. And then you have that to like a quote unquote time of peace, Cold War, right. where you already have all these people like Yarr. thinking like technologically, like, okay, yeah. how do we advance? How do we do this? How right. do we that? What's next? And the government's funding it. Right. And that whole culture has been, you know, developed. Right. Now they're just put on on this, and now they they go light years ahead of that. Yeah, right. So, and like I've said before, even like putting together a fucking piece of IKEA furniture, right, or a do-it-yourself uh, DIY, as the kids call yeah. it, furniture, you kind of come up with your own system after you figure out like one part of it and how all the little bolts and you know fucking lock washers and things work. You like you advance your own understanding of how to build this fucking thing you've never seen before within an hour exponentially right you're like oh this is how it works this is the system right and then you move on to other things like that and you learn or whatever or you're building houses or doing all like we are a tool using species and a kind of a tool adaptive species and so eventually there was going to be some tipping point where we weren't building everything with hand tools and raw elements we were starting to like do all the planning like when, when you go digital yeah <laughs> then you don't have any more limitations really so so much of the time spent doing it is now cut off, which means you can now do more yeah, things with it's that just time. How the assembly line started, yeah, right? right. And you're like, oh, cool. Now all this does this. Worst now thing that ever happened. Bigger and bigger. Country yeah. Henry Ford. Right. Uh, Henry but yeah, it's just Chevy. that. And then you have these cultures and these, you know, Germany and US mashing <laughs> together. These cultures, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, all these various people now working together, putting their minds together, right. it's going to advance even faster. Exactly. Um, Oh, this is where they're doing the shitty wrap-up for like the last five, six minutes. Um, and uh, they end on kind of a spooky note where they're like, you know, Hellier, Paul Hellier's like, you have to ask, you know, or, uh, oh yeah, I'm not doing Canadian now. Uh, you have to ask, you know, are the, are the aliens, do they have our best interest at heart or do they have their best interest at heart? He doesn't really talk quite like that. Are you our best interest? <laughs> are you parent or not? Uh, and then it goes into Galactic Daddy stuff and it's like, are they grooming us for our return to space and becoming a space-faring race? Yeah. It's fine. Um, season 11, I don't really like that much. I haven't loved almost any of these episodes. Well, most of them don't talk about aliens. Like this one yeah. was obviously overtly the closest. like, right? Right. But most of them have just been weird ideas they have, but yeah. not like, oh, this was influenced by aliens or right. this is how aliens could be involved. It's right. just like, isn't AI crazy? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. couldn't it be dangerous? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then what if aliens used AI? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a bit of have, a force right. or a stretch, but okay. Like, having a bit of what a force, about sir. <laughs> bionic arms? Right. Okay. Like, just all these things where it's like, yeah. hey, okay, yeah, what prosthetics, the fuck are you right? About? Yeah. Like, this just could be any just weird, yeah, like conspiracy or just idea show, yeah. or whatever. I mean, I I would be stoked. There's so much meat here that they're totally not chewing on, where it's like you could have gone into any of those claimed inventions and gone look. Here's a whole segment on the night vision thing we claimed, right? Yeah. Night vision, apparently from an alien's eyeball or their yeah. mask or something. Here's where it started. 
it then trickled down to the and here's where now you can track the real quote unquote history like right. where they like linking the real world to the conspiracy would be cool yeah but just they don't like, do any of that here Men just, in Black showed Velcro was clearly an alien invention exactly <laughs> um, but yeah other than that um, that's it for Beyond Roswell the next episode is going to be all about aliens I hope it's the returned. Which I feel like is an episode they already did, but it's all mm. about abductees that have been returned mm. and their stories. I think in the description it already. How mentions... come we don't have a panel where we can talk about how we've been abducted? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know the panel. Sir. Black child, uh, black eyed children. Yeah. <laughs> My kids love the black eyed peas. Why don't you have yeah. a place where we can complain about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what bootylicious pants are or whatever the <laughs> fuck they're singing about. <laughs> I know this is 2018, not 2019, but, but I can't find the cafeteria just like Joey can. Okay. <laughs> Where's all the normal food? <laughs> Where's the gross-out corn? I can't exist fries. on vending machines and a coffee bar with 300 people in line. <laughs> and the lie and deceit of an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> a memoir. Yeah. By me. <laughs> By the guy in the line. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another memoir. <laughs> exactly. A yum war is what yeah. we're trying to get to. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening here. Uh, come back next week for The Returned. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday, tune into twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens for our psych- psychology, psychicness, remote viewing, yeah. maybe other stuff right, session. Right, right. Um, we can dive deep on the black internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a friend of ours called uh, the dark web the black internet. Yeah, um, but uh, which now my wife and I love to say a yeah, lot. Exactly. But uh, uh, but yeah, um, support us on uh, patreoncom slash aliens Where for five bucks a month or more, you get uh, at least two. Recently, been mo- more than two multiple podcasts uh, every month, exclusive to yeah. Patreon, or at least extremely early into Patreon. Exactly. Um, well, you'll get the two for sure. And one of our shows is, uh, our monthly shows there is Adventurous Ghosts, yeah. which uh, is like this show, but for ghost adventures on the Travel Channel. Yeah. And the other show is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into other paranormal uh, ancient astronaut theory subjects, or the ancient astronaut theorists themselves. Like, we've done a lot of David Wilcock work, like his movies, his documentaries, things yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> which um, I can't tell if Bo Bandy's legitimately pissed about, or... What? I think, well, he just always hates the oh. Wilcock stuff. Because well, he just can't stand Wilcock. He's, um, yeah, we, we did a live commentary of David Wilcock's solo panel, and his panel with his wife, his newly, you know, fucking acquired wife, at Contact in the Desert 2019, where we yeah. were just, I mean, we'd always thought Wilcock was fine. He was just one of the ancient astronauts. But when we yeah. saw him do this shit and saw him in real life, it was like game changer. The level of ego and narcissism was insane. Yeah. So um, those are also on Patreon. So if you sign up, if you sign up for Patreon now, you got about a year and three months worth of content on there. It's a shit ton of content. You can download it all and never come back. But we think you will if yeah. you uh, if you pay that five bucks. Everyone but, wants uh, a taste. Uh, thanks, Brian, with the wife for being our newest fifteen dollar month Patreon. But uh, other than that, follow us on social at Probing Aliens on Twitter at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, subscribe and tell your friends about this. People have a lot of time, and even though the numbers have disproven it, people have more time for podcasts. So force them to listen to ours. Bye. At gunpoint, at knife cut. Okay, we're back on. Oh, I don't know how that did that, but back on to say bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>